Welcome to Side B, motherfuckers. Welcome to Side B, motherfuckers. Hey, one goal, one thing, one move, man, that shit don't change. Sir, real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do. There's only one goal, one thing, one move, man, that shit don't change. And sir, real niggas do real fucking things. Real niggas do real fucking things. Alright. I'ma keep a general just like the army. Most real niggas know most niggas phony. Your shadow got your back, huh? Just like your homie. That's why shady niggas will harm thee. Just act Caesar. Brutus got him and caught him before his last breather. If that don't make you believe us, then you'll learn. Honesty is a quality that will burn, but it's cool. And trust is a quality you will earn. You a fool if you take you learn all of the rules. Imitating imitation and they call it. They cool. I know a little bit, but go ahead and call me a fool. Why you sprinkle sugar on shit and you calling it food? See, I'm just trying to groove and you standing on the wall with your hands on your balls, making crab claws move. Trying to bonk at a dog, but I don't bonk. I just fall back till you think you winning, but you lost enough. Man, man, man. It's been a while. It has been a motherfucking while, y'all. All kind of shit didn't happen since the last podcast, G. Man, yeah. niggas been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and legitimately, literally, dog. This has been going down since the last podcast, dog. Niggas been... It's been, been hysteria. Right. <laughs> right, like the last yeah, episode right. was 91 Side A, yo. And that was on... Yeah, when was that? When did I drop it? You ain't gonna tell me no that date, was bitch? four scores. That's seven years ago. Why well, ain't got no date? I don't know. Usually I think they be telling you... When when something drop, I got probably got to go through my app on the uh, I just got to go through the app. I feel like it's been a, a good three weeks, and three a weeks, solid three weeks. A shitload of things have yeah, transpired. Man. Oh yeah, we ain't gonna be the couple all of them, of course. We gonna uh, do our best. <laughs> we go we go get into some of this shit, man. You hear me? It's that actor guy. Welcome to the Fly with Bats podcast. Welcome. Episode ninety one, <laughs> side B. We are back. It's yeah. been a minute. You yeah. hear me? Things been on hiatus. We'll get into why in a minute. But like, once again, it's that actor guy, Martin Bass Bradford. You can find me on Facebook at Martin Bass Bradford. And your Google's at Martin Bass Bradford. Everywhere else at Mr. Bats. Spell that like Mr. Alvin. You ain't gonna find me. And you know, as usual, you know, we back in this bitch. I'm here with my brothers. What's up? What's good, kids? It's your boy D Mac. You already know. And you can follow me on Instagram at FrenchBread.kid and follow my brand at YourDigBrand. And you can shop at my store at YourDigBrand.com on the interwebs. And, uh, yeah, it's been a while, but we back in this thing. Whoa, it's your boy, part of the Mile High Club. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Alpha Joe, fresh out of the gumbo, still deep in the root. And if you're out in the streets and you're looking for me, you can find me on IG, Alpha Joe 504 jo without the end, that motherfucker. Facebook, Joseph Alpha Man Ponds. Stop coming at me with that jewels of shit. You know what I mean? I hate a motherfucker that won't correct my name. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was the one born with a stupid motherfucker. Anywho, yeah, that's where you can find me at. And for side B slash A slash, you know, there's a lot to talk about. We about to dig in that ass. Yeah, man. Shouts out to... <laughs> I don't think I have to say this on air. I'm going to just leave it alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what that is later. Right. Well, I like an ex of mine. Like, 
No, hold on. Most, right no, no, you know, hold on. Most of my exes, like, we, I'm buddies with. Like, they got, sometimes they be having boyfriends and shit like Like, we ain't, once we were ex, your ex with me. Like, a lot of times. You feel me? So, this is one I, like, we ain't, that's been an ex for a minute. That's one of my niggas. So, she, like, sometimes asks me these random questions, like, for advice when dealing with relationships or with niggas or just what would have you and shit. So, she just hit me up. She's like, okay, it's going to be a random question. You know, I come at you with these random questions at times. If you feel like answer it, answer it. But I understand if it might make you feel weird. You know what I mean? I've been in therapy and there's just certain things that we've just been talking about and I just need to ask you something. So I was okay. like, all right, what it is? What's your dick size? Whoa. And I said, wait. What? What? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I haven't measured it since high school. Like, I told her, like, son, like, once I got to a point, like, when, when girls started saying, oh, your dick is big, I didn't give a fuck about the number. Like, it was like, oh... Long my, you, long my penis like is satisfiable across across a few a few a few I, 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 I ran this test yeah. a few times, <laughs> and it always came back in this direction. So, uh, so uh, from this hypothesis, from this hypothesis, I I, I have no reason to pull out a ruler. It was right, the point. Right, it's, right. it's like it's like when we talk about weed sometimes, where it's like niggas be asking me, so what, what, yeah, what weed you smoke? This, yeah. like, at this point, it's good. Yeah. You all like a fucking dispensary, nigga. Right, as long as I'm getting that good. Do you smell it. Yeah, is it hitting right? Do you see seeds? No, right, bitch. It's gas. Right, it's exactly. green and crystallized and shit. It's a Kiva. So, it's $40. So I feel like it's the same It's the same thing. It's like, well, is, 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 is it long enough, thick enough, whatever the fuck you need to get you? Oh, is it? Oh, good. So right. I don't know the number. So when you right. ask me for the number, I'm like, I don't know. I don't own no ruler right now. <laughs> I just had to laugh. I, just, I mean, I can tell you I'm packing. But I ain't got no horse dick, <laughs> but I ain't got no motherfucking Peter Wacker. Yeah, so, you know, but, uh, as far as numbers... But I said I was like I gave her what it was. I gave it what it was the last time I measured it. It was like so that was so many years ago. I guess you could just like infer that some growth happened from that point. You know what I mean? This is yeah. like like I said, high school. They get like it's the last time I could think about think about the, I might have done that. You know what I mean? I can't because she asked, "Don't dudes do it?" I was like, "Not grown men normally." I ain't saying there ain't no niggas out here. You know what I mean? They got definitely got niggas out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not no like. Yeah, there's gonna be niggas. They got some niggas you could probably just ask for. Mine, I'm I'm a seven nine two. Like you know, okay. When the wind blows, a strong eight. But every now and then, you know, it's you know, it's it's a seven and three quarters or an eight and seven six. I'm a nine and one third. I'm a nine to third. I'm a nine to third. If I was all to ask you, there you go. As a nine to five. I'm trying to see where you want to go with this. Yeah. And I knew it was not like that's the one. No sexual thing. It was it's purely like because you know. Just, you know, she asking the question because whatever the fuck she's talking about with a therapist dealing with um, sexual health, linking to your mental health. And I didn't ask all the, you know, personals because, you know, as you and your therapy, but yeah. she knew I'm, she know I'm open enough. She can ask me some random shit like that. I'm actually like, I'm running with you. You know what I mean? Like, all right, we can, we can talk this out. You know what I mean? I can, I can give you a ballpark if it helps your situation. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, it just was one of the most interesting text messages I gotten in a minute. I'm sure. I'd randomly. I'd have to ask her, listen, um, not to pry. But you, that's a little private information. Can I ask, what is this going to help you with? Oh, no, no. She told me what it's going to help her with. All right, cool. I'm just saying I didn't like... All right. I didn't belabor the point. I had to know because it's such a random thing to ask. So you want to know my dick size? Are you making some kind of sculpture out of my dick or something? <laughs> nah, nigga. It was, it was Are something. Are you putting my dick in a plate? It, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, even though I'm not saying her name, I'm also not going to put 
that the particular reason. No, you gotta put it ice in there. But what I'm saying, like, you don't tell me what it is. I'm just trying I'm to say. Trying to figure out what that's why is. I said it's a general of would it seem like hunter therapists were connecting, like, you know what I mean, you know, managing your mental health with, you know what I mean, and de delving into how it connects to past sexual experiences with yeah, your sexual yeah, I, can't, I want to hear that conversation. And so, it's like, yeah, so it's. Dick trapped. Have you ever been? <laughs> and what size is the dick trap size for you? And But then she told me something interesting. She was saying, like, dog, like, a lot of women have a number preference. Like, so maybe we're the anomalies not even caring because she was like, she threw like a specific number size out there that a lot of her friends have thrown at her as like their ideal. And I was like, well, so. A good eight. So that was it. That was yeah. the one. That was the one that they, they would say. So I keep getting eights thrown at me. Like, that's the one that's like there, you know, boom, boom, boom. And I had to laugh like, wow, like. There's a it's a whole, whole other world over there in in woman them. <laughs> no, it is, it is. Yeah. And, you know, not no, I'm not gonna say because it, it sounds too braggadocious. But uh yes, a eight it, I think it, it, across the board is probably uh, standard for a lot of girls. Yeah. You know I mean eight a nice eight with a nice thickness to it, you know what I'm saying? Not no pencil dick. I mean, who knows? Because at the end of the day, when you talk to a lot of women, they get a mixed bag. I couldn't be a chick because you don't know what that nigga working with until you about to do the do. You could have yeah. been feeling everything about this nigga, but it's still a mystery prize in the package. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, because what else is like, nigga, a pussy? Yeah, you can't, you can't really let down a pussy. Uh, <laughs> nah. so, so, like, I don't know, I go lie. All the pairs. There's so, never been a pussy you decided not to stick your dick in once y'all got naked, nigga. Be real. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no, no, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Once, yeah. once the sword is drawn, it must touch yeah. blood. Yeah. Yeah. It, has to, it has to taste blood. <laughs> once once the sword is drawn. That's what I'm saying. But if you a woman, it probably been a few dicks that you wish you could just... Damn. Damn. I got to go battle against this. Or on the other end of... Oh, what? This is like, it? Oh, man. This is what I'm working for. This, I guess it's going to be a long night. L listen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you better no hope you ain't a quick pumper. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's the other side to it, too. You know what I mean? Then, like, they got so much to freaking deal with as far as sex go. You don't know if you got a nigga that's going to be a minute man. Mm -hmm. You don't know if you got a nigga that's like, don't match your sexual sensibilities. Right. Some chicks don't like it rough. Some chicks only like it rough. You don't know what type Some of nigga like you're dealing with. with the dick. They, you, you, you might be dealing with a nigga that don't eat no pussy. You might be dealing with a nigga that's that is just, absurd that's me. not paying attention wow. to any of your sexual cues whatsoever. Touch me. Shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> a nigga that might be treating you like his hand and you just a sock puppet. Like, you know what I mean? They got all kind of shit. Whereas a lot, but, but we got shit too. Sometimes you might be dealing with a chick that damn bitch, you ain't making no noise. You hold you holding it in. I'm uh, dealing with a chick that can't ride at all. Can't take no dick. Ha. No rhythm. Ha. Actually can't take no dick. Because there's the fun can't take no dick and there's no. the actual can't no, take no like, yeah. dick. It's like, well, God damn it. Like, like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Son. Then you got the, uh, you got the I got, I got kicked off one time back in the day. I ain't gonna never remember, forget this in college, dog. I'm putting this, she was like tripping the fuck out and like she was like taller type girl. Nigga, she kicked the fuck out of me in my chest. It's like she went, she she crossed her leg over, boom, I just went flying. I'm like, oh shit. She's like, it's too much. So I was like, okay. <laughs> like, all right, you okay, could have said okay. that. <laughs> okay. Right. She was like, nigga, get off of me. Get off of me. Now. Get off of me, nigga. You need to get off of me. God, I don't know where to go. Dude. Sorry. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something, sir. Some pussy is like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. 
Like, you some, know what I'm saying? Some pussy, some yeah. pussy don't be with him. Some pussy, I don't know. Everything. You, like, I ain't never, see, I don't get into that myth of like a pussy being too loose to feel and shit. I don't think I've ever I don't know. That. I ain't never had a pussy that was too loose to feel. Yeah, I don't know. But I did that. have a pussy that was so wet, I could feel nothing but wetness. I was like, is, is that a pussy there? Because <laughs> all I thought was water. I, was like, I feel like I dipped my dick it's in the pool. It's a pussy. It's just a pool. <laughs> Where is it? It's a pool. I don't know what it did. <laughs> right. I didn't, I didn't swear I'm too deep, baby. I'm sorry. I don't know how to get back to land. Oh man, and yes, y'all. This is the potty, potty mouth podcast. Is in the building. How you doing, Dean Charles? <laughs> oh guys, that went left. Yeah, but like, y'all, welcome to Side B, man. Um, as usual, on Side B, man, we started off with that etouffee of the day. You know, we get to some, you know, some heavier topics than we like to get on Side A. I'm announcing this right now. Once we make it to episode 100, I'm foregoing the sides. We're still going to have the same type of shows as if it's side A and side B, but it's going to be just natural odds and evens. So, wherever 100 is, it's going to be like the first one that's going to be, if, if 100 land on the side A, then all side A is going to be evens from then on. If it land, you know what I mean? And, and like that. So, because, dude, we because by doing two episodes per number and we still separate them by days, sometimes a week. That's two episodes that could be separate, man. Our numbers could be way higher, nigga. I mean, yeah, like, dog. Like, what, okay. like for, for, even for Flower Bass by itself, like, we, we, we It's done. like, damn, this one episode got two sides? But It's not even that it's two sides. Technically, it's two episodes just around, like, in my mind, I always thought about it as it's around the same time of the news cycle. Yeah. So what we're talking about is two sides of the same side of the news cycle, but it's not the same shit. But, like, because at a point, shit get old too old to even talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, this this side of the news cycle, this this part of the news cycle, because a week from now, we're on some whole other shit any goddamn way. You feel me? So it's still going to be the concept of it. It's just, we're going to be 91, 92, 93, 94, 95. You know what I mean? 100, you know, get our real it's been, actual, it's been a lot, factual numbers. We're way past 100 in reality. So we have 257 episodes that have been posted. Of course, you got to take at least 150 out for, you know, reviewing that. Mm-hmm. But, and, and like, what, 10 out for uh, Acting Wild Black? But other than that, dog... It, we're saying 91, but it's more like double it. You know what I mean? We're damn near really to 200 episodes just with Fly With Bats podcast show. So that's why I'm like, man, okay, we have 91. We're on side B. When we get to 100, no more sides. Eyes and evens keep up type shit. Okay. But uh, yeah, man, after the Ed Too Fair today, we get into that. That. Dose of America. Which is your friendly reminder of just where we stay and just what the fuck we be dealing with. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Damn. You don't get that no, huh? Bitch, I know you're lying. We're getting to like crazy shit that's going on out there, outside of our five hundred four bubble. You hear me? Oh, you, know, yeah. you know, and that's not as heavy and deep as what's going on in the into faith. You hear me? It's usually some crazy random shit. After that, no, how we get into that hero highlight? Well, we take the time to shine light on someone who's doing good in the world of pure D fuckery. Fuckery. What types of fuckery? Oh. And then we said we're gonna highlight y'all in the next. Couple of couplers, you heard me? But before we do all that, we gotta pull out that scroll. Scroll them up. So first up on the scroll, man, we got shout out, man. The scrollers, you know, we shout out, you know, brother, sister, podcast, people we fuck with, and what's more important that fuck with us, such as the Your Thirty Podcast with. Lawrence, the arrogant observer, aka the black actor, PDU. And Marty Edwards, my dude, my co host on reviewing that show. And R and Lawrence, my co host on acting while black on here. They just had it because they was on a break for a minute. They just put out an episode and say, Lawrence, bruh, 
I don't I understand what you said. Like, they, um, I was about he saw that play in the red and brown water. And he was like, they like to always fuck with me, call me maxed out CJ from uh, San Andreas because I got a little big off this working out shit. So they, whenever they always, they always clown me, I always be maxed out CJ, took off his shirt in the play, man. Maxed out <laughs> CJ was in there. But he's like, well, like. Maxed out. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lift no more weights. <laughs> right. But then, then Lawrence go be like, yeah, man, but you know, Roger's 6'4", because you know we got that showdown. And I'm like, son, don't put me in a position for me to start talking shit. You know what I mean? He's like, I know you're crazy, Pass, but Roger's 6'4", so you know you got to watch yourself. Or six whatever the fuck, he said six something. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck how tall he is, nigga. Don't be called out my hands through another nigga, Lawrence. You could have just said oh, it. You could have just right. said it. Okay. Because, no, no, you got to listen to it. He made it this way up like, yeah, man, I don't know if you're going to handle him. I'm like, why did you even... Make that a conversation, nigga. You hear me? <laughs> I ain't saying, oh, such and such gonna knock your ass out, Lars, nigga. <laughs> hope, you, hope you're crazy enough for it. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, 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 Lawrence, I see you doing your thing, but I think that nigga got your number. <laughs> like, yo, yo. <laughs> you know he's six foot two and, 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 and 150 pounds. He got muscles. You hear me? It's wow. like, damn, so you try to say I ain't got no fighting chance? Well, what is this? And I'm don't big up my muscles and they say, but they won't matter. <laughs> I see you getting swollen, son. <laughs> but if the nigga is tall, you will fall. <laughs> Ronnie will outwork you. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah, man. But go listen to their podcast, even when they being flagrant. Like, damn, Lawrence, last time I'm about to tell you about being colorist. This time I got to tell you about coming at my hands. Well, you got a problem with me, Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We got beef I don't know about arrogant observers. Uh-oh. Nigga, you coming for your dog night? Uh-oh. I thought you about to say something else. I don't know why. But anyway, also the, the Misbelief Radio Show podcast. <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> Listen, we might as well cut into the show now. Like, <coughs> we might as well keep it on this road on this podcast. The, that podcast is uh, slowly about to reach its, its, its plateau. Now, okay, so we talked to DC about it recently, and it's not about to really fully end, but right now it's on such a hiatus because it's because it's basically trying to figure out what it's going to be. So I guess we could say check out the old episodes. You can check yeah. out the back catalog, the YouTube page and whatnot, but yeah. we, we, we stepped into we, the cocoon. We don't know when it's going to have new episodes because and there's a really good reason DC trying to get niggas paid. And, it's, the, and the, the station playing games. And the station playing games. And it's like, because on some real shit, when we first came through, they had these promises and such. And she we, was looking real good. And we was doing, we've been doing this for three years. We have an awesome show at the Misbelief Radio Show. And like DC, like, well, son, like, where's the growth in this? And the thing is, every time I try to say we, you keep talking about what you want me to do. And truthfully, nothing has really progressed. Y'all supposedly bought this new building. I mean, you, you, the, the, another owner supposed to have bought the company. Bullshit, and they never moved in to own the company or run the company. So it's like a bunch of platitudes and promises ain't, ain't shit moving forward. So DC in the way was like, well, I'm not about to have my niggas keep coming here every Saturday for the absolute free ski, and we don't even know where this is going. At well, at least at one point we knew we had, we had a, we're going here. Mm-hmm. Y'all bitches switched up the game, so now y'all like, oh, just come, and that, and we ain't gonna get no support. They ain't gonna get no support. They ain't gonna get no marketing. They ain't gonna get no backing. We just coming mm-hmm. here doing this. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So I've talked about how we could do we could do a podcast like this for the misbelief sitting on the couch type shit. You know, I mean, there's many ways that the misbelief could continue because, like I said. We got a good show. We got a good brand. It just depends on where it's going to end up and how we're going to play it. So yeah. that's why it's funny to shout it out because it's been kind of on sabbatical for a couple of weeks. Man, you know what, though? Maybe a month, huh? It's a, been a I'm, minute. I'm going to run into D.C., but I think that living room sessions could be dope because we could take that into the podcast and make it visual and have it almost like a like an anchor session where, like, you know, like he has his living room sessions, do, D.C. do his thing, and then when it's, like, time for, like, uh, for that neck, you know, 
I mean, like, also, like, you know, like some Steve Colbert shit where, yeah. like, you know, a nigga, the camera can slide to you and then you get that neck or you could be in the kitchen and then back away into the darkness. Yeah, I could see it being a stripped down, like, you know what I mean, version of, a, like, a, a late night show, but just on the couch and, you like you said before, somebody coming through the kitchen, someone in the closet. It could be some funny shit, so yeah, I might think like that's little, cute. Yeah, like a little, what you call those shows, man? It's, uh... Almost like a flip like version a, of the basement. Remember taking yeah, the basement at yeah, the situation? Yeah. But if it was like a full-blown show, but just from your house. Yeah. And, you, and like each point, each thing, like each things. Cause the way I can see the vision set up though, I see it so clear to how you can set this thing up where which where like you go to that table that's in the back that's kinda like the dining room, and that could be like <coughs> like uh deep moments with DC. And like, you know, see, so you, you still gotta give, like, have a word of the day. But you're still keeping the um but you're still keeping I don't know what that means. But you're still keeping the vibe of the community of you know, yeah. us running and us talking. We bring guests in, they come running and talk. There's ways to still keep it as a digital show on a different on different format. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, we're just still figuring it out because, yeah. you know, I respect what DC coming from. You know what I mean? He was even saying that when he gets back into whatever job they put him in, into whatever show they try to make him do, he still wants to bring us on as, you know, as guest hosts. And every time he bring a nigga on, he pay a nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just feels like... You know what I mean? The people who came up in the grind to help him get where he had to get to radio-wise, you feel me, still with him when money coming. He trying to get money to him. So, you know, respect, respect. Yeah. No, respect, no. respect. So, but in the meantime, check out the back episodes of the Misbelief Radio Show. Yeah. Check out the um the uh YouTube, the Misbelief One Word. Hey, who started that I Love DC Paul shit on Facebook? Right. That shit, Raheem, right. that shit went fire. Yeah, sure. yeah. I, was I was like, God damn. That. Yeah, I was like, boy, what a lot of love you to see. We did not. Boy. I know. I, I was like the second person. And I'm like, I did not expect it. Like Raheem said that, and then I said, okay, I'm gonna do it too. And mm -hmm. then, like, I think Oshun did it. It just, it, it yeah, just, did it, it though. just everybody went. Did it. Dude, I said, I said it to a president. Nigga, I was son. like, you know, it went left. I mean, not not left. It went. It went right. It went right. It went <laughs> all the way right. And that's you know, that's how you support your own. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, what I mean, people going through tough times and stuff. Holidays is very be there for them. You know what I'm saying? Straight yeah. up. You know what I mean? I'll see. Definitely yeah. been been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Misbelief, the On The Lake podcast. On The Lake. The, we'll figure this out podcast. Uh -huh. The Misses and the Mike Pack podcast. Uh -huh. and, you know, the women's with the rings and the things. That they missed us over. Shouts out to them. Circus Sass and Sarcasm podcast. Uh -huh. 50420 podcast. Uh -huh. The Home Video Hustle. Home Video Hustle podcast. Uh -huh. And the Living hey. Millennial. And the 2000s kind of world. Liz are going to have your minds assed out. Assed out, literally. <laughs> In all facets. But, um, yeah, man, we would... Damn, I forgot what my thought was about to be. I had a thought just now. Damn, we talking about misbelief. Talking about... Oh, I didn't flip out at my grandma's funeral. Like, that was a thing that happened. Yeah, you know what's up with that? Like, oh, I didn't want to pry, but, you know, since you brought it up, how was that compared to your grandfather's funeral? I mean, at the end of the day... Because you flipped out your grandfather. Because I didn't even say why we've been on break. We've been on break because, man, dude, like, nigga been, like, busy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, I booked two things, and I've been, like, traveling. And traveling mixed with the bookings, mixed with the day job being a whole dick out here. And an understandable dick, but at the same time, a not understandable dick. Because, like, my thing is this, dog. I've worked at damn... Like, I'm a teaching artist, and I've worked at damn every program in this current... In this city. And, uh, like... They the whole the way I was sold the teaching artist schematic was they want they want artists working artists teaching. working artists teaching and they're gonna work around your work schedule if it comes to it we have substitutes we have this and we have that but I've often run into the wall of because with my acting career it's like well anybody acting career they know it's like hit it starts and stops 
You know what I mean? You have momentum. You know what I mean? You might have a good little run where like, damn, I'm booking. Mm-hmm. And then you have a long drought of, damn, nigga, am I good enough? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's a lot of hit and miss, this and that. So there's a certain point of the year that my shit tend to pick up. You feel me? Sometimes the spring, sometimes the fall is never the same every year. You're a mess when I get high, they ask me this and that. I'm like, I don't know. You feel me? If mm-hmm. something's going to pop, it's just whatever, whatever happens. But... I often get docked because I got to take off to go shoot this or be there, and then I don't have a job no more. Because it's like, well, we we knew you was going to miss some days, but we know it's going to be this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, fuck. Like, I've seen musicians take off like months to go on tour, and y'all giving me shit because I got to do this acting thing. So that, like, I lost two jobs. I had three gigs. I've lost two of them bitches, nigga, in the midst shit. of this. Uh, to this, 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 pursuit. this pursuit and oh and had a play going on so I had a play going on had the film and the TV shit going on the day job drama Grandma died you know what I mean and it just was all this shit going oh, on Christmas and you know and lo- it's, uh, it's, 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 just, it's just a bunch of shit as a world when I had to get reacclimated to get my like my feet back playing and now that like okay we on break from the TV show or whatever I got like two more episodes of that to shoot so that's in January. Like, okay, I got way more time since I only have one job now. <laughs> and, you know, all, all the stuff with the family, you know, is getting situated or whatever. But, like, yeah, my grandmother was like my mom. So that was a real tough one. But at the same time, she been suffering from dementia and Alzheimer's for years. So it's like she ain't been there for real, for real in a minute. So I haven't really, like, it's like, it's like they've had two previous scares of her, them thinking she was going to die. So it's like, those two previous times, I went nuts. So when it actually happened, I was like, oh, well, I'm glad, she, you know what I mean? She finally able got to- Got some rest. She got rest because like, dude, like the way, like my main thing about that whole, my whole situation with that is, is more so than her dying because I feel like the, de- the death is a relief because the type of person she was, she was a go-getter, she was a runner. I mean, like she's my grandma and everything I have of her is retiring, going back to work. Running, 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 running. She was a runner. So to have her last days not be running, but have to be stuck in one of them old homes and she can't move her mind and all together, dog, that's not living. I often say that shit, dog. I'm like, yo, if I get to a point where my mind ain't there, pull a plug, man. That ain't that ain't living to me. You feel me? Don't worry, dog. If, if you still alive and you don't want to look like that no more, I can't. I'm letting you know, dog. If if I if my brain is not there, yo. I'm a dome shot you. Nigga, you ain't got a dome shot me. Just God let me damn. go. This nigga says dome shot. <laughs> Jesus damn. Christ. He says he's going to Murder me. I'm talking about <laughs> God. Talking Jesus about, Christ. Shit, assisted suicide. Say, say you want to go or not, son. God damn. God damn it, not, not in the hell of bullets, nigga. Look, all right, all right, all right. How about I poison you? Man, look, I'm I'm maybe. Maybe the poison. We'll shall see, son. Like, that way you can Is die it your painless sleep. poison? Yeah, it's painless. Because you know what I mean? You say, say poison, I just think of the worst Y'all thing ever. Y'all metal as fuck. Like, son, I'll kill you, son. Out of love. My grandma just stopped eating, bro. She was like, fuck this shit. She just stopped eating. She said, fuck it. So, um... But like, yeah, but the thing that blew me the most was, and it made me just look at life in a different way. And not like, you know, everybody, when death happens, you have the, oh, life is, you know, life is precious. But I wasn't even looking at it in the life is precious, live every day is your life. Because she had a full fucking life. Right. But no, but that's what blew me about the full life. Throughout the majority of her life, she was on top. You know what I mean? My grandma, she was a person, they had land, they had stocks, they had all these things. My grandma, like the only reason I wound up having student loans is because I was in college for uh, extra years beyond the four. My first, like my grandma had a college situation set up for me. Like she was amazing with money. 
Then Katrina, because her whole thing was legacy. She wanted to make sure all her kids were set up. And like, I'm reading her shit. She counted me not just as a grandkid. She counted me as a son because I grew up in a fucking house. Like, they got all kind of documents that got like my mom, my auntie, and me on the shit. Like, oh, that's my son. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like. If she raises you damn right. Right. So yeah. I'm like, she was my guardian for like majority of my life. So it's like. When I'm looking at, she was on top for so long and set up all these things. So for when she passes, everybody good. Katrina happens. They got to sell their land. They got to up their stocks. They got to completely relocate because they're afraid that if this happens again and they're too old to leave, they're going to be stuck and fucked. Which I understand is a fear, but in hindsight, it's so unfortunate because you wind up selling a house, selling so many assets to reset your life up in a spot that y'all wind up hating anyway. Then grandpa just died. You know what I mean? So grandpa died out there leaving you alone in Texas and shit. It's like all kind of shit just fell to pieces and shit. Yeah. And then to keep you alive in this fucked up assisted living, they wind up having to flush all kind of assets for your hospital bills because she had two cancer scares. So like not scared, two cancer. She fought cancer twice in one, mm -hmm. but money. Money, money. So by the end of it, dog, she died broke. And she wasn't even around her family or in the city that she grew up in and wanted everything to be set up in. You hear me? Like, she got, they got some mausoleums. I didn't know what the fuck a mausoleum was. Apparently, she invested in these mausoleums, these crypts or whatever in New Orleans because she was kind of bougie. So she wanted us to all be buried on some high-class type shit or whatever. So, like, we got to sell them. And they're trying to, you know, see how much they can sell that for because she wound up getting buried in fucking Texas. So, you know what I mean? So, damn. buku shit, like, to see, like, damn, like, it's like seeing a motherfucker have like $10 million. And when the $10 million need to be cashed out, they, they held $10 million for 20 years. And on the 21st year, bankrupt. And then what? Then you die. And you have nothing to pass on. You know what I mean? That's like a, that's what hit me the most. Like, damn, son, like, you yeah. was winning for all that time, but at the end, because when grandpa died, his ass, and it sucks, but he didn't sign these papers. So she didn't get none of his shit because they're like these papers he was supposed to sign and he didn't do. So it was like, poo shit. Just dominoed in a fucked up way for her that she didn't deserve. And that's what fucked me up the most about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. dog. Cause, yeah. Because like you said, she died like in her 80s. So you had a full life. I'm not sad that you died. That That's part but of But everything you built. But you everything you didn't even get the cash in on what you built. And you worked hard for that shit. You heard me? Like, so... That, dog, that shit gonna always fuck with me. So we talk about you wanna build this empire, you wanna move to Cali, you wanna do all these things you try, you wanna do. My brain is definitely on that because I watched my grandma have an empire and it didn't even pan out. Right. You feel me? Like, that fucks with me, like, legitimately, dog. I wanna build something <laughs> lasting because she got fucked it's, it's over. Very, it's very unfortunate, yeah. dog, that a, that a storm, you know, took her out the game like that, you know what I'm saying? And... That storm was so unpredictable, dog. And that's yeah. a side we don't talk about. Not just the people that died, but the other kinds of effects yeah. that that, yeah, that storm had. That, from yeah. mental to I, other ways. When I ride yeah. around the city and I see all these businesses that look like they used to be really good businesses, I was like, man, look at all this money they took away, dog. Other people are gone. They had a whole legitimate car business and food business and this and the third. And this shit is gone now. This shit ain't... It's about to be a coffee shop probably in a couple of months. Yo, and, and so many people got disconnected from each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, yeah. my grandmother gave all her to the church. You know, not one member from the church was able to get to Tumball, Texas. Because most of them was old and shit. So it was like, yeah. if it would have been in New Orleans, yeah. it would have been like, you know, we here. They was asking my, my auntie all kind of shit about it, but it was like, distance was a problem for a lot of the elderly who were like our friends and yeah. shit. Yeah. So it was like, the storm like has ramifications even 15, 20 years later. That's crazy, yo.
It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. They yeah. lasting like, you know what I mean? This lady dormant, like, it's, it's, it's so much. It's so much. It's, a, it's just really a lot, dog. That's because my hate when out of town just ask me about it. Like, even to this day, don't ask me about Katrina. Yeah. Right. Unless you're from New Orleans, I ain't really trying to talk to you about Katrina. Right. Uh, I, I had to let that shit go, so I talk about it freely. Cause that I'm shit, good. I, I had to let that shit go, dog. I mean, shit, but look, you're heavy. cool to talk about it. Yes, you making that choice. Don't come, like, I don't like when niggas come no, crying. I, I, hey, how's that Katrina yeah. storm for you? Dude, I was like, like, I like, all these years later, because it was really bad. Oh, no, you can tell. The first year it happened, don't even oh, talk to me about this shit. First few years. Yeah, first, first five years. Don't talk to me about some, this. Cause, dog, cause don't talk about none of this. Katrina and New Orleans were basically synonymous. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you say you from New Orleans, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. oh. I hated that shit. Nigga. Oh, you're wrong. Oh, I hated that shit, dog. Like, just, dude. Mm -mm. Dog, really we, 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 we went other places, son. Some, pe some places treated us like dirty, son. Like, for real. Like, Hell I went yeah. to Mississippi, they treated us like trash. You got to treat like trash in uh, Houston, too. I was in Houston for like six months. I fucking hated it. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, Texas is just weird to me. That's another thing, too. After Katrina, we was in Texas, and uh, me, Mike, and Cloud went to live with my mom in Georgia because I just don't, mm. I just didn't want to be in Texas. I mean, and Atlanta was great. I wish my grandma would have moved to Atlanta instead of staying in Texas because I think that, it would have been a different vibe. Because yeah. grandpa, my grandpa, I hated that shit. So she, he hated Texas, dog. I, I don't like Texas either. But and it's, I know not shitting on anybody from Texas that might be listening. No, it's just, it's I'm just not a shitting on anybody thing. from Texas. I just don't like the we city. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the city of fucking Houston. No offense, I'm not calling you ugly or nothing. I just don't like your face. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, guys. Personal preference. Per per preference. Personal preference. Personal, personal preference. <laughs> Shit. But like, yeah, so they like, I don't think like only few people understand that dichotomy of having your grandmother be like your mom. So when she dies, it's like them. It's like my other mom died. Mm -hmm. And so in parts of it, I'm not, I don't think I've even fully processed. But it is what it is that we move forward. But uh, let's get into that etouffee, man. All right. Shouts out to Joyce Bradford, dog. Rest in peace of all, dog. The main thing I had to say, because at first, I wasn't going to speak at the funeral. Man. And then I just said, I had to say a few things. And my main thing, the only thing I, I could say there is I'm going to say here, thank you. That's all I got. That's all you told them people? No, nigga. I'm about to say, huh? I left for. Like, oh, all right. I'm about to say, man, got on the mic and was like, <clears throat> I mean, if I wanted to do that, words. if I, I wanted to do that, I could have done that. You could have, you could have. Because, dude. Listen, whatever you do. Oh, the people that raise your son, you can, you can sing drunken if you want to. I stand by son. People grieve different. Whatever you want to do at a funeral, you do. I'm telling y'all, the dump is recorded. At my funeral, I don't want to be in no church. I want to be outside so niggas can smoke weed. Hmm. And I don't want no sermon. Because that's another thing. Yeah, I, I don't understand either. why they have sermons at funerals. If we're here to rem hmm. remember the person that died, I don't need to hear about Peter, Paul, and Jacob in them right now. If we ain't talking about Joyce, we ain't got shit to talk about as far as I'm concerned. We supposed to be commemorating her life. Mm. You, if you, you better be making the coldest metaphor about Job right now in, in, in regards to the person that's dead for me to be connected to this sermon. That's Otherwise, right, yeah. you're just marketing your church. If it's Sunday, I'm here for that. If it's mm. Bible study, I'm here for that. But if I'm at a funeral, we should just be, put, prayer is good. Pray? You know what I mean? Pray? Cool. Let's have some talks. Be like, Fine. But nigga... So as soon as they started preaching, I walked out. I'm not going to lie. 
So when my grandpa funeral, I flipped out on that same nigga because at the same church because he was lying about my grandpa like he knew him and shit. And I was like, say, bro, you lying. I told this man straight up in the church house at the funeral. What's your grandfather's name again? Isaac Bradford. Isaac. Isaac. So brother Isaac, just like the story of Joe, was a faithful <laughs> servant. When all chips failed, he got on his knees and prayed to the Lord. <coughs> Dog, it was not that far off. And I was yeah. like, yo, my because my grandpa was not a church going man. He would fall asleep in church. Like, you know what I mean? He believed in God, but he wasn't like the rah-rah Bible nigga. And this nigga was trying to tell his eulogy like he was a rah-rah Bible nigga. And I was like, hold up, nigga. Brother Isaac said, you will go to hell if you're homosexual. Well, grandpa might have believed that. I don't know. He is no, he doesn't like homosexual. You know what I'm saying? He don't, he don't care about hell. Like, but he like, old school like, I ain't, go, I ain't about to lay up here. It's the last, our last commemoration to anybody that I'm, I'm, I'm family with, friends with, and I'm gonna sit up here here. You say bullshit. You yeah. feel me? So I told that nigga straight up, like at grandpa funeral. At grandma funeral, like mom was like, just like cookie mud. I like, bro, I'm not about to order now. I'm gonna be cool. Grandma did go to church. I'm gonna be right. Grandma went to church. And so she ever said things about grandma, I would have been too mad. Son, the, uh, the funniest thing I did was there's this man I did not fucking know, but apparently he was taking care of my grandma in her last year or two. And he's like, man, you know, uh, I was like the son she never had. I said, no, she had a son. He said, well, what I mean, I said, I'm just messing with you, man. I can tell you. <laughs> no, no. But y'all, hey. Because if you if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you never had, why you ain't sitting on the front row with the family, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Sit your ass in the back. All right? With the rest of the members. All right? Mm -hmm. And respects, nigga. Mm -hmm. And I almost cursed. And I almost cursed when I was talking about it. Because it was so funny. I saw my mom and my 18 eyes get so big. Because yeah, I, I said something. I said buku shit. And I said, like, you know what I said? Like, you know what I mean? You know, and she, and I'm I'm, ba I'm basically the product of her, man. She raised a black man, da da da. That, that would, and that to deal with all the bullshit mm, stuff. Ugh. That bullshit oh. was about to come out so oh, smooth Lord, at church. Lord, I, was, I know everybody that was like, Lord, thank you, Lord. Except my woman, I got to add this one uncle that was like, Talk your shit now. Talk your shit. Talk that shit. So I rock with that real. He said he told me that. Church, no church, nigga. Speak with some of your mother. It's your motherfucking grandma, nigga. It's your mama, nigga. Still your motherfucking mind, nigga. Fuck that shit, nigga. Never dance with mama, nigga. Fuck that shit, nigga. That's how you gotta be. So straight up on my day, and for my mama goes down, my cousin, I'm gonna fuck man. My mouth. That's why I don't want my church to go church. I want people to be be able to be absolutely a hundred when I die. Feel me? Talk your talk how you want to talk. Smoke some blunts. Reminisce. I understand that's what you're supposed to do. I guess in a repass and shit. But no, fuck that. All the way. So check yeah. this out. You hear me? Check, check this out. Now hear me out. Hear me out. I'll talk this with Devin and Darren. I was talking about throwing my own funeral. So like you know, remember we were talking about like like we were talking about like like pulling the plug. Like when we get to a certain age, like when we can't really function like we used to. So I was thinking about this age, and like I tell you, this is machine. You can just snip this shit and you die. You know what I'm saying? It's like a suicide assist machine. But it's like, so I was thinking like, what if I, I threw my own funeral before I die and die at the funeral? You know what I'm saying? Like we just smoke out, we talk about the good things, you know what I'm saying? My last go out. And then I, I, I like, like, you know, and I get in the casket, I'm like, all right, y'all, I'm out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? After we didn't have this huge smoke out and then, you know, niggas do their tears or whatever. But you know, I'm gone. But like, I was thinking about that like, you don't know how traumatizing that is? I told him the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> I'm gonna chill with you, right. and then we know you're yeah. dying. And then you know what I'm saying? Dying, dying, right in front of you. Right in front of you. Right in front of you. In front of all these people. And now we bury him, guys. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so fun! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I told the nigga you fucking crazy. I know. No, you want to throw your own fucking funeral? 
<laughs> what, dog? What kind of monster are you? <laughs> Yo, monster! <laughs> you want everybody to watch you die? Yo, listen. I want to have. I want to smoke roses while I'm alive. Oh and so God. I want to say, listen, y'all. But the point is, you dead. Yeah, but I want to say my goodbyes now. Listen, uh, see you, uh, I never really liked you. You heard me. I don't even know why you're here. Um, oh, you know. and, 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 and he wants the drama. And he wants the drama. He and wants he wants the drama. drama. But I will say this. Whether I'm cremated, turned into a, a tree, a diamond, or a, a, a corpse, close casket, dog. I don't fuck with corpses, dog. Like, that is mad. I don't, I don't, close that bitch. Because that's not the person. They don't look like them no more at that's all. That's why I want to die right now. I don't now. fuck with cold clothes, cat, with corpses, dog. They be saying pairs. But they ask me, me to walk up to them. I was like, I'm good. I, just, I know my grandma look like I'm going to go up to the corpse. Some you know people, I mean? corpse is not for them. It's not for me. It's like, a husky you know person. I, I, uh-uh. I, I just do the old school Godfather way of paying my respects by kissing the, the body. But... I'm good. I tell you this, you the one nigga. that makes me really hilarious is when niggas had them corpses that be like outside the casket, like they be having them stand up, standing up in the shit and running. I'm like, around. why you chill with this man at the ballroom? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, right. drunk bitch, think he there for a drink? <laughs> that shit be so fucking metal. Like, what the fuck? That shit is no, deep. and that shit is scary. <laughs> Y'all think I'm bad with my own funeral? That shit These is niggas scary. be sitting. There That's just... like a custom in like some spots, though, man. They just prop them motherfuckers up. Duh. Mm-mm. But just think about that funeral shit, dog. Like, think about I'm it. I'm not thinking about it. We're not riding with that shit. We ain't gonna let your old ass do that dumb ass shit. Son. that's the thing, too. How do you know you're dying? Like, what if you're not dying? I am dying. How do you know? Well, put it like this. I want to die. Because I didn't reach the point where I can't do anything I want to do. I can't fuck. I can't walk. I got to have somebody wipe my ass. Well, then the funeral ain't gonna be fun for you anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, because I'm gonna smoke one last time with y'all niggas. This might be the biggest smoke out ever. Well, we can do that without you even letting us know you about to kill yourself. Well, you you that? you could just invite niggas to come through, blow with you, kicking whatever, send the whatever messaging is going on 60, 70 years from now, and we all come through. We still living, blow with your ass, and then we might remember this conversation and be like, "I wonder if he about to die." Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he, he called to- all of us over here. He's he like, "Oh yeah, cool. I just want to have one big smoke out." He was being a little sentimental, but maybe it's because he's just old. Yeah, he did. Uh-huh. He did start crying. Ah no, he always be crying though. Anyway, so we keep on putting it off. Let's get into this fucking. We already into a two fade. Now it's just a freaking. Uh, well, uh, what, what's, what's, what's the word you call it? Uh, 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 this one is just a. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, I don't know. Uh, not pleasantry. Uh, Appetizer. No. Nigga, no. Oh. Uh, I mean, when you're just doing it just to do it. Off the whim. No, nigga, it's a word. You're not a saying. Just fucking off. Uh, no, yeah. I'm yeah. saying. Improvise. No, not, it's, it's just, uh, it's not. It's like saying it's a pleasantry, but I'm not trying, trying to say pleasantry. Someone on the other end knows what I'm trying to say, but that's what I'm saying. Let's get to the A2F. Okay. Ethel got his first gun, he ready to murder. He out of control, like and swole on bourbon. I don't even drink. If I see you, I ain't see you. Nah, I don't even blink. Nah, I don't even think that I'm here. But if I see you and I like you, I'm a smile. Is this really who I am? Huh? Then versus now, life is too wild. This shit is out of hand. I'm just trying to live, but y'all don't give a damn. I'm just trying to be cool. I don't want to lose my work, lose my mind, lose my smile, lose my shirt. But if you know me, then you know I go berserk. Then you know I go berserk. Then you know I go berserk. Head first, I'm just shutting. So first up, before I get into news stories. I wanted to pose this situation that's based off of a friend of ours' life, oh, but it was really tripping me out to the point that made me go, I'm not going to write about this on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I got a whole podcast out here. I can talk my shit on my podcast, present it, 
Hopefully, we can get some emailers to email us in and give us their POV on it mm -hmm. and let it go from there. Put your weight on. Okay. So, of course, we're not saying no names. So, if I do say a name, the names are going to be James and, and Jane or whatever. Okay. So, James and Jane are in a relationship with each other, right? And Jane decides that she wants to be celibate. Oh. Oh. So, James is like, well, like, if you, you mean just... Forever, or you know, what I mean, James. Um, James, like, I'm just gonna be celibate, no distinct time. This is what I want to do with my body. That is that. So James, like, well, I don't know how the relationship gonna work if you're deciding to be celibate, but I don't want to be celibate. So this is kind of like leading to a breakup because if we ain't gonna give no time limit, you just saying it. I don't see what you know. What I mean, I don't see how we, pro we proceed because you're forcing me to be celibate when I don't want to be, even though I respect you doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm -hmm. So it became this thing of. They both basically ask people, been asking people their takes on the shit. And a lot of women were coming with the, it's your body. You do what you want with it. That nigga tripping. But I'm looking at it as like, while that is true, it is your yes, body. You can do whatever you want with it. Respect well, to that. Well, I can do whatever I want with my body. Let's look at this practically. One. You do understand that if he tried to force you to have sex, you're disrespecting his body. But by forcing him to not have sex with other people just because you don't have sex, you're doing the same. Just the opposite way. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You're celibate. How come I got to be celibate? Right. That was you know a decision that we did not make together. You know what I mean? We didn't both decide to be celibate. That means that because I was telling this to you, D, I was like, dude, when you get in a we relationship, when you get in a relationship, there's a certain contract that you sign with each other with certain comp with certain expectations. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if going into this relationship, the expectations was we have sex with each other and that's the contract I signed, the version of we have sex with each other. If you decide to change Not like there's a time limit, not like there's <coughs> a schedule, it's in the third. But the thing is- It's like, part of our relationship. Like we fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if my program. girl tell me, if my girl tell me, look, I need to take a break of sex to cleanse myself, fine, do you, baby? Like, you know, like but you gotta let yeah. me know, we talking about like a couple of months, or we talking about how long we talking, because yeah. you still gotta give me at least, let me know that we're Give going me the case, see how I feel about it, because the thing is, like say, you can ask me if I could go on a journey with you. With you, say, yeah, invite yeah, me. And a. But the thing is, open up the communication realm to say, hey, I, I, I've been thinking about this, I want to do this, how do you feel about this? You know what I'm saying? Because in the day, I can't control nothing that you want to do with your body, but Correct. again, if we're talking about the relationship, like, because she was trying to make it seem like, and her, like, he wrong for breaking up with her because of this, and I'm like, there's layers to this, and it's like, be practical. Half these women are talking to you, still fucking a man or don't have a man. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. So is there is so I mean there is a there is a point that could be made if he wanted to stop the relationship just because she wanted to be celibate. If there was a context of like there was a time. Let's give give me a ballpark. You know, don't just say I, I'm going to stop fucking you and no no sex is we're not having sex anymore. That you can't like once yeah, you do that. You can't do like, that though. Right. What am I I'm supposed sorry. to? Am I allowed to have sex with other people? No. Yeah. No. Wait, I'm no. not allowed to have sex with other people, and we're not having sex. Why am I celibate? Right. I didn't choose this. Did yeah. you see the thing is that's not that's not fair. That's what makes it layered. It's not as simple as oh I'm not getting pussy. Fuck you. No, it's yeah. not that simple. I didn't want to stop having sex with you. You cut that off. Yeah. You hear me? What you saying, Joe? I I'll grant this though. The fact that you know. A person doesn't want to have sex after they had a child, a woman's body, and then... Hey, we ain't throwing all that into it right now because now you make it get too specific. But the thing is, these things do have to play a part in the mindset. You can't just throw it out like random like that without it that. Would, I would count that 
if the, if we okay, because I'm gonna throw this other context into it, as in then it was followed by maybe we aren't compatible, and it was also followed by maybe we can be roommates, nah, and nah. you can have people over, and I can have people over, which makes me say if you even have the concept right now in your brain to tell me that you want that you want a a setup of you having people over. How are you talking about being celibate if you're already planning on having niggas over? So that's why I wasn't trying to get that detailed because wait, wait, wait. when it? you throw that into it, it's like I will respect that if you didn't already cancel it out by already planning to have niggas come through. I if like your mind it. is on celibacy, your mind is in that realm. You ain't even thinking about dick right now. You're I, thinking about I, yeah. my brain. So for you to even have the thought process of, oh, I can't wait to get me some niggas over. We can just be roommates. I wait think, a minute. Wait a I, I think this person, Jane is a person who is sporadically jumping to each emotion she feel at the they feel at the moment. That's and, fine, but that's nothing to do with the point of this. Wait, 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 wait. I'm saying that to say like, okay, it's how can I say this now? She is the thing of being pregnant and and and, and, and going through that kind of thing. That's real, and that does like make you feel like you, you different things about your body. This and a third, though she definitely like. Uh, reneged on that statement by saying she wanted niggas over in the third that still is real both things are both real but the reality is is that this this person as an individual outside other people is just a bullshitting ass person see that's what i don't see that's the pause i don't see that's my point that has nothing to do with this i don't want to get into the well, I mean, it, profile i don't want because no, the point put, is is it messed up in a relationship if one person decides they want to be celibate and the other person decides we want to break up because of the original agreement being back or being violated that's what i want the to topic is that all that alone just that, that alone? yeah because you get into specific about this person because we're not here i'm not trying to judge her decision I want to throw it out as a general because D, uh, you even general. know about they got people who yeah. use this excuse in the past in different ways. Well, so it's like yeah. this is not an isolated thing. Sometimes women use this in many different ways. Sometimes yeah. they're earnest. Sometimes, sometimes they they're weaponize not. That you know what I mean? So, right. so I want to keep it general because right. when you say this person is a bullshit person, this person might be going through this. It's like no, now okay, we're okay, getting okay, to okay. the person. Right. We're not talking about the person. If you want to get general, not the person, the if, setup, the if, situation. If you get, a, if you want to get general, I can even make a general statement on this and saying that. Anytime you force your partner to do anything that they're, they're not comfortable with without proper communication will automatically lead to your downfall. See, yeah, general. I want to speak about the topic. I want people to eat. Because I want to get like, to see what someone might email about. Whether celibate, whether it is you try to make a change in your lifestyle, how you're eating. If you don't communicate with the person that you're with, you know what I'm saying, about these kind of things that you're going through properly, then you're setting yourself up for failure. Some people are saying, well, y'all not married, so he ain't got no no claims on your body like he that. He don't have, that's all that's true, that's but it's not true. about the claims on your body. It's that, about communication. Nigga ain't trying to make nigga claims on your body. Nigga don't have Nobody's trying to claim, claim a body. But I mean, fuck, you cannot blame a nigga if he wants to end the relationship. Let, let's, because it wasn't right. the original yeah. agreement. Yeah. See, yeah. What, what, what it sounded to me, that what thing. certain women say that is that, hey, uh, I want to go through this and I, and, and I want you to stay. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't even saying I want you to stay right. either. That's, and that's the other that's part of that's it. The too. Part of that's, it. That's, <laughs> that's the fucked up part about it. It's like, I, yeah, like that's the whole stupid part. That's the <laughs> stupid part. Like, that is so. I don't want to un- fuck, and I also don't want to fuck you. It was more like, like uh, I'm going celibate, deal with it, not come with me on this journey, have patience. Yeah, yeah no. You know what I mean? And sometimes your approach thing. and how you do things, communication, commu- how you communicate Q- is yeah. very valuable because things can be taken left. Like, just what we always say is not the what, it's the how. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And how you do things. If you be a dick about it, like, you can't expect you a can't, motherfucker you to understand you, you can't completely. spring on somebody sex. Especially all depends on what their sex level is that you know about how they get down. So if you know how to get down and you and, and you throw on something like that to them, dog, like just throwing it on them, on anybody, just throwing taking sex out of the picture on anybody, I think will fuck the game up. Yeah. You really had to you really had to talk that, that shit to, through. To like anybody, dog. You, you like, gotta talk that, that shit is, through, dog. That is such like a passive way of um Sabotaging the relationship. So I gotta beat my awesome meat. shit. Like for all, like, and I can't put a time limit on it because who knows what, when you have your spiritual awakening and let the pussy go. And I'm gonna say it like this as well. I ain't trying to hold you against your body, but damn. Right. It has with your decision with what you want through with your body has nothing to do with anyone else. Per ninety per se. Period. Right. Mm -hmm. But in what y'all saying is absolutely right. Of have the awareness to know that how you feel will impact another person yeah. when you're in a relationship. A relationship. Mm -hmm. That's that's what that's all it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. It's not that saying right. don't be celibate. No, do no. what the fuck it you has, want. Not that. But you gotta be ready for anything that right. comes with it, whether it's losing your man, whether right. it's keeping your man under certain circumstances, whether whatever setup y'all might even figure out, open relationship. I don't know. Yes, I think. I but think that's you still exactly gotta right. be pragmatic and aware, because sometimes, because this, this, because certain people they will later they drop the bomb, they be surprised when it explodes. Yeah, you like, come yeah. on, you have to know it's gonna have to have some kind some of kind of you fucking push everybody on this fucking machine. That's you the know? exact right thing, dog. Like I think you hit the nail right on the head. You can be celibate, claim your fucking body 100%, but also be willing to lose your fucking mate also. If, it's, if it come down to that yeah, and not have hard feelings about yeah. it because they're not wrong for wanting to have sex. Right, right correct. Because that's the thing too. This correct. started becoming this nigga tripping. It's like, wait, man, women, y'all like sex too. If your right. man all of a sudden decided he won't be celibate and he ain't telling you when he gonna fuck you, you as a woman yeah, would feel the way too. Free. Like he didn't yeah, tell you, you like he didn't communicate with you. Now he just you gonna think that nigga cheating? Like, you gonna think all kind of shit? That nigga, that nigga, nigga go come home one yeah. night and he gonna lay in that bed. You gonna be horny and ride that nigga? It was like, uh, no, I don't like want he he ain't say nothing the whole time. I know I'm celibate and uh, you need to deal with this. That's gonna scramble your fucking your whole brain cells. And you, you ain't know? gonna be saying all that. Oh, respect his. No, 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 like, Y'all not married. You know what I'm saying? So I just was like, because when I was looking at the situation, I'm like, dog. And the only reason I'm having this conversation is because they both put it on their social medias like, to want people to chime in. That's why I was like, yeah, I'm not going to chime in on a, either of your a, social medias. A, a you know what I'm saying? But since you threw it out there as a conversation piece, we're going to have the conversation. And that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, the layers weren't being addressed in it. It was just like, oh, he he, he want to break up with you because you're not having sex with him. He demon. It's not like y'all even married. And it's like them and two. And now, bitch, if you was married. Them two examples cancel each other out, damn near. So I feel like if I was married, that'd have been a trap for me. I'm like, you celibate and I'm married, and I, I just gotta be in this marriage now. No. Honestly, honestly, my nigga, if we're married, you have more leeway for the nigga to understand because we already made the vow in sickness and in health. So True. if and if we're married, I'm already somewhere in my brain feeling like it's not gonna be forever. Because we're married. There's no way she's going to never fuck me again. You and Honestly, in a marriage, on both ends, there's more patience in that conversation. There but when we're boyfriend patience, and girlfriend, that's hard to have patience with a motherfucker that can leave you tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? That's hard to understand. But I, but I also have to, have to fucking say, dog, even in a fucking marriage, dog, a person. starting to withhold sex, dog, that's fucking strenuous, man. No, I'm not saying it's not strenuous. I'm that's saying, like, I'm saying if your wife 
tells you she's celibate, you as her husband have more equity yeah, to give have more to patience. understand and have patience versus your girlfriend out the blue telling you, I'm not yeah, going to fuck you. Fuck no all, all that. That's what I'm saying is the difference. Even, even as a husband, though, yes, we will have more patience, more patience in that context, but that patience is finite. All patience is finite. I'm not. I'm not saying that at no. all. I'm saying I'm agreeing all the way because yeah. I don't believe in sexless nothing relationship intimacy Likewise. wise. I'm not gonna be in a sexless marriage. I'm not yeah. gonna be in a sexless boyfriend girlfriend situation. Yeah. I'm sorry, my people gonna know coming in that look. I like to have sex. You feel me? Now, if you decide you don't want to have sex, we can talk. You cannot have sex over there, but we gonna have to figure out a way for me to still have some sex. Yeah. At some point, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You hear me? So at the end of the fucking day, dog. You got to be able to have the conversations because it was one of those things that the co- is going to lead into another thing in the edge of faith. But me and you were talking about this the other day, D, about how um, uh, my homie Rice Side Ronnie, shouts out to Rice Side Ronnie, mm-hmm. he hit me up uh, in my DM and we were talking, uh, it was regarding the Lizzo thing. We're going to get to the Lizzo thing in a second, but the overarching oh, conversation, because it's still kind of, it's still kind of um, matches for this conversation, wherein... Um, he, his fear was us as a society getting to a place where we can't have hard conversations for fear of offending people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That part. Yeah. yeah. And it was like one of those things of like, yes, some things are hard to talk about, but some things are facts. And uh-huh. some facts hurt. And uh-huh. sometimes hurt. that we get so afraid to have those facts be out there because we don't want to hurt anyone uh-huh. that people kind of at times... Miss the point because they're more focused on their feelings. Like uh-huh. in this situation with the celibacy shit, the the dude James was just saying, my nigga, like I I, I don't know how I'm supposed to operate if my girlfriend does not give me any time limit, just tells me she don't have sex with me no more, and follows that up in a way with, and we're not that compatible. So it feels like a breakup. I don't know if it's a breakup. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that got twisted into he's not respecting her body. That's not of what course. we're talking about. We're talking of about course. in a relationship. I'm not saying that nigga own your body or you own his body, but you can't act like sex ain't a part of a relationship. So let's talk about this like actual adults and get into the layers and the nuance, not the bullshit, but people hear things and they run with it. Mm-hmm. So like um like in the Lizzo thing or whatever, like the conversation about um obesity and fat phobia and all these things started coming out. And um, you know what I mean, people some some people um bring up Hey Lord ass. What? Uh, <laughs> Wait. What? I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they bring up the lard ass, nigga. That's a, that's what's being brought up. That lard ass. Lard ass. But um. No, but no. I always hear that shit. That's always been so funny to me, especially when dealing with fat people. So I saw it in a movie. I forgot what it was, but it was like, "Hey, lard ass." And I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> But um, is this even the first name on the game? Because I'm mean, such a natural segue. Yeah, so we all gonna get to it. It is a little <laughs> thing. So, um, unless she was under a rock, you know that Lizzo. Uh, you know what I'm saying she was at the uh, Lakers game. At the Lakers game, uh-huh. and she had a questionable outfit that had her ass out, thong out. And at a point, she turned, shook ass for the camera, and everybody saw. It's about seven seconds. It was because some people make you feel like she had a whole goddamn dance routine. And right. Shit. And she was kind of fast. You know what I'm saying? But she did the shit. But maybe her, her, her ass was out to everybody on the other side of the fucking game. I mean, yeah, whoever saw that side would have saw it if, if you're paying attention. You know what I mean? That's nothing too. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people live probably didn't even see it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, necessarily. It was like, well, this, How? because she on she was on this side, she shook for the camera and then it went away. So if you on your own kick, like, it wasn't long. Like, it's one of those things, it was so quick that if you're in that area, you saw it. But if you're on the other side of the goddamn, uh, the court and you like you know how we be we talking we in our phones we doing humanistic people shit 
it went by like five seconds. Like it went by so quick. I could see if some people missed it, but that's not even my point. What were you about to say? I'm saying like I thought it was an outfit that she had on, right? Yeah, it was outfit she had. I don't know. No, she 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 wasn't. She was just there for court side. Yeah, she was just court side watching the game. Her shots. Oh, she was just court side watching the game. Yeah, she was court side watching the game. You know how they put the camera on celebrities at times. Yeah, but I was like, all right, it's the dance cam. It's Lizzo. And so she got up, shook her ass, and and when she turned around to see, oh, her ass out in the thong, she shook it for like four, five seconds, and then she sat down and laughed about it. Okay. But once again, you let the people tell it. It seemed like nigga. She came out there, got in the middle of the court, took off her pants, and, and shook it for the world to see, and turned it around in the circle, and did backflips with a vagina out. You know what I mean? What? Like, like, some people do seem like she was like, all right, let me grab the mic. Listen, everyone. It comes <laughs> I am about to shake this ass for all of you to see. And the children. Children, don't close your eyes. <laughs> Prepare for the future. Prepare for the future. <laughs> I'm saying, son, because I'm not saying I, I don't understand. Like, I, I saw a lot of points being made about it, but like, it, it was one of those things that when I saw the video, I was like, okay, I understand that. I don't know why she wore that outfit to a basketball game. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's I'm, the only part I got, dog. I don't even care too I much about the outfit, the outfit itself. I was kind of like, well, damn. Why you wore that to a basketball game? No, like, not because that. Cause that <laughs> That's the thing about it, dog. Like that outfit, because some people have been putting up like chilies and all that. I'm like, these are performers, son. She would have an outfit to the basketball game, son. But they've had people like Rihanna's worn high cut up shorts. High to cut basketball up shorts. There's certain levels that people have pushed um, the line, and uh, she pushed Nicki that line Minaj, to the line. She didn't wore like see through. Uh, she put. I think that. Shit. I think like this is what happened. Rihanna did this with the line. Then fucking Nicki Minaj pushed that bitch even further, and I think Nicki Minaj was tripping. Yeah. And then Lizzo said, "Well, let's take it to the max." Yeah, I'm gonna come to this bitch in a thong. And and she shook her ass in a thong. <laughs> Bad enough, she walked both sides. Everybody watched her walk in a yeah. thong. The thing is, it's like it's a one thing. Like there's one side making yeah. it too much of a deal, and there's another side that might be downplayed a bit because I do understand the extraness. You feeling like yeah, it was extra as fuck. Yeah, it's a little, because it's she a little is often extra as fuck. You saw the little viral thing when she was at the damn fast food spot. Yeah. She over twerking with the thong down. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You just being extra. Why? Yeah. Now I will give you this. I will give two things about this. One, there's a lot of fat food being involved. Like a thing can be a thing and another thing at the same time. True. Yes, we are as a side society coming hard at her because she's big. Even she's and people try to be like, it's not that she's big. It's just the outfit. No, it's the outfit and she's big. You yeah. hear me? Because again. I do believe that if Rihanna did this, and they keep bringing up my girl Rihanna, I'm like, Rihanna ain't doing nothing. She over there being sexy in the whole corner, and everybody keep bringing Rihanna into this conversation. Stop bringing my girl Rihanna into this conversation, please. Rihanna wouldn't do it. Beyonce wouldn't do it. As I bring Rihanna into the conversation. But so if Rihanna Rihanna did shake her ass like that in a basketball game, it would get some backlash. It would. It would. But not to this degree. Let me tell you the backlash you get from this. This went three days on social media, people discussing Gone Lizzo hard. and her being. And, and, and when you look at a, a lot of fucked up comment sections, people are calling her fat ass. Uh-huh. People are saying it's because of her body type. Uh-huh. People are. Bring, so, no, no, no. When people try to ride this high horse and say it's only because of the children, no, or it's only because. No. There's some real niggas for the no, children. No, it might not be a lie, but it's not the only reason. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean. It be the only reason is a lie. It is a lie by omission of the other things that's, yeah. that's playing a part there, in there's this. There's some niggas that hide behind that and there's some niggas that really believe in it. But most niggas come across as hiding behind it because they'll say some things that won't relate to the kids at all. They'll say, it's always like niggas that really ain't about for the, like talking about the children, what's going on with visuals, will say some shit like, uh, yeah, because who wants to see all that jumping around? And you be like, see all what? 
Like, like there'd be keywords of sitting saying niggas like that, like, oh, yeah, okay, nigga. Little, little the, passive shit. Like yeah, it's like, oh. all right, all right. The kids, huh? The yeah, kids. man. And, and, and it is so hilarious that you can always, and let me get that, D. You can always, oh, I'm um, sorry, dude. You can always, it's like a template. Like an oppression template, like a racism template, like a sexism template. It's like people that appreciate it. People that, um, they, it's all like when you look at what a white person, a racist white person might say, like that might be passively racist or aggressively racist mm -hmm. about black people. It's mm -hmm. the same type of shit we talk about gays. It's the same type of shit we talk about uh, men being sexist. Same type of shit we talk about this fat shit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? People are doing like the same type of passive things, saying other shit, false yeah. equivalencies. It's all fucking code and, and false fucking And logic. it comes down to know what we all have been affected by a media that that puts skinny bitches and skinny and, and ripped and cut niggas on a pedestal. Yeah. And, and thicker people, um, and and and, and shame them on yeah. some shit, and, well, and that's part of it. And when you talk we about a uh, beast society in America too, that's one thing we hate to point. Because the thing is, we shame other fat people because we don't point the mirror at our own fat selves. America's a fat country. And well, let me get to that in one second. I just want to say this other part about. Um, I just want to say this other part. Um, when 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 you're dealing with um radicals. Now, this is one reason why I'm not going to hit on Lizzo for being extra, even though I can understand why her extraness is off-putting to a lot of people. The main reason I'm not going to hit on you for being extra is because when you got to move the needle, at times, you got to be, be extreme. extreme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She's trying to she's mm -hmm. trying to be this poster person that you know, body positivity. You can be big and sexy. You can be big and have high self-esteem. It's not You ain't got to be quiet and fat over here in this little corner and, and be afraid to be yeah, bold. And shit. You know what I'm saying? No, we can we can be bold. We can be out here. We can be just as powerful as any of you other motherfuckers. So, with that, so, so since I know that's her spirit, this is why I won't throw negativity her way mm -hmm. about that being her spirit. But I can't ignore ignore why some people are uncomfortable because you're doing this radical shit in a society society that's been taught that fat people are supposed to stay in this box. So you better once again we talk about awareness. You gotta expect some backlash. Yeah, is you, you gotta expect it if you're gonna be if Who you're trying is to be fat this person trying to be confident. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know, want you made yourself the poster there. girl. Yeah, so, I think it's kind of unfair to um assume that people are not gonna. Come at your fucking dome, you know about this shit. You got if right. you gonna be extra, you gotta expect extra yeah. back too, right? Because that's what you fighting yeah. against. You Twenty years from now, they will look at you as an icon. But yeah. right now, when you're in the in the dirt of it, yeah, it's and especially when you choose to do things that <laughs> sometimes your extraness is not always um as uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. I can't always de defendable. You know what yeah. I mean? Like sometimes, like okay, in this set, I understand, like yeah, do that shit. But I don't understand why you popping the handstands upside down in the fast food. Like you know what I mean? Right, right. What, what part of the movie is <coughs> pushing? Like at the basketball game, that's what one part. part. I do, I say that. the kids, but like just like you said, I had to agree on. I see you pushing the needle at the basketball game, even going to extreme. Maybe a little bit more extreme than I like. Yeah. But you know, I like the basketball game more than the fast food spot. Yeah, the fast food yeah. spot, it just seems like you trolling. Either you trolling. Or you just a nasty asshole. Oh, like, like you are. Like that nasty. Oh, not, freak girl. Oh, that you like you pushing the button like for like that one. Like people say she does things for attention, and yes, she does things for yes. attention. But that's how she gets paid, getting attention. Yeah, Sometimes people say that as if it's a bad thing, as if no, that's Man, part of the game. Yeah, that's, that's definitely part of her. Like. I mean, but the thing is, you're she's, a fucking star. You're a fucking star. Yeah. You're feeding the like, monster, and as well as you're trying to be an advocate for fat people, and the only reason you're gonna be always gonna be an advocate is by getting attention. attention. Because so, uh, attention is bringing what 
awareness. So, yes, so stop saying you sound goofy when she does Yes, she does it for attention. She's not in denial of that. What the fuck you do your shit for when you out there for the public to see? Right. <laughs> Why are you making this status on Facebook? Right. You don't want anyone Why? to read it? All right. Hmm. Curious. You know what I mean? Because you could have had a journal, nigga. <laughs> you could have had a journal. You could have had a journal. You can't have a journal. So, I'm, here, but nigga. like, to me, the basketball game, like, game one, people came to her with a camera, so she just was being free and shit. I, like, the more hindsight I look at that, that one was more commendable to me than you going to this fast food spot. It's like, like listen here, y'all. <laughs> all here, ass shaking, twerking, beat, girl. How are you going to reach your audience at a fast food drive through like not even the drive through she walked in walking, walking and she into just bent over she's not she's not on she's not on, she's not on the, uh, I, I she's not on the phone of like a, a person she's on like a security camera bro like you watching like, some security camera for like, come on come on I don't like that Michael hate on you bro no, it's just harder to defend like, that one than this one real fact. you know what I'm saying because That's it's like because the thing is if Nikki were to do this like, if you would have, like, damn, Nikki, you doing this at a basketball game, and then she popped up at uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and was like, like ah, like, I'm I, 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 I would have been too. 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 I now right. the conversation of so No, I don't agree with what you did. I'll defend your right to do it. I would defend your right to do it all day. I'm all about being free. I feel like freedom and peace are the true forms of happiness. But um I but again when I'm speaking about the sometimes hard to have hard conversations, but when when we talk about you guys expect certain backlash and what have you, if you're gonna say I'm gonna be the poster child for anything for f- anything, but I'm gonna say specifically being um fat is fat is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand, like you said, Joe, in the context of America, which is people dying of diabetes every day. People dying of heart, heart disease every day. Grandma you know what I mean? They got hard facts. You know what I mean? These are facts. So you got to understand that Fast there's a, a certain education. Wobbles. There's a certain education that has to be um, that has to be put with this this push or you're going to get a certain pushback and it's not going to always be positive. Because somebody said, and when I presented this, the realest thing someone said before I even get into the details of what I learned. Break it down. Um... They like they kept on they kept on like at first it felt like a lot of the bigger people, you know what I mean, were taking offense because I brought up like well how when do we talk about obesity and such? And it was like, well, um it's almost like they got hurt they they they, oh, they felt like the shame coming on, they started defending their right to be fat or something like that. They was what, I'm, 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 let me not quote nobody wrong, but it was um, not not their right to be fat, that's the way <laughs> way to put it. Um, it's, their, it's their life choice. Um, nope, it wasn't like that. It was, um... Genetics and all type of shit. I remember no, no, that's part that of it, but that's facts. But I'm gonna get to that. Um, they're basically on, um, um, it's, nobody, it's nobody's place to bring up someone else's obesity yeah, or whatever. Yeah, someone health. Someone else's health. And I kept on going, but that's not my point. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say let's shame people. I'm still trying to understand, but when can we have the conversation? Because truthfully... When you when, when when we get into you know the breaking down and trying to end fat phobia and any of these phobias that feel like they're oppressing any a group, you still got to get into like like you said the the facts and some things can be negative depending upon what we're talking about. I like 
like people often weaponize the fact of heart disease and diabetes and obesity right. and to shame fat people. Right. Like we're the number one. Most times, like they only bring it up when they want to shame fat people, and that is messed up. Right. And I'm trying to ask, but how do we bring it up when we're not trying to shame fat people? This is just making me more aware that it still should be brought up. And why? And then when you ask that question, it almost seems like, at least from what I've gathered, that you can't bring it up. All right, so check this out. You can, but I'm going to say what they said. But, Joe, say, get your thought out. I'm just saying it like this, dog. You bring that shit up, they get mad at you because they you done brought up some shit that doctors actually said that they need to be listening to. You know what I'm saying? You can say all this shit about, uh, you you know, don't don't try to control someone's health. But, my nigga, like, what about the doctor tell him that? Because you're going to go to the hospital and find out beyond obesity that you might have some health problems and you might need to be healthy. Not saying you don't need to not remain big, but you need to get healthy. And what you've been doing is unhealthy. Some people have unhealthy traits, and that's not your fault. Do it be genetics, do it be through McDonald's and pushing shit on you through commercials and fucking your mind up. But I'm saying is that we get aware. Now, how do we get niggas aware? That's like like that that's 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 scary. that's scary. How do we how do we not be keep niggas away and, and not offend? And that's what I want to get into about like you just said a bunch of things at once, but it's about it's all about the same type of shit I want to get into, which is the education of it. Cause this is what I have to learn. What I learned too. Obesity, in a way, I gotta mind to go back to the page because I like they threw me some articles. Obesity, how we teach what obesity is, in a way, is a myth. It was almost created like you know how certain things that we think are facts, but then you find out that was some that came from racist beginnings or you know what I mean? Like the the concept of obesity isn't what we think it is. Oftentimes we just see somebody as big and think that they're obese and we judging off a of sight. And it's not it's not the aesthetics. It's what you just said about you can be big and be healthy. You can. You know what I'm saying? Because every, like we talk about body types, we talk about genetics. They got skinny people that are that are fucking un, the more unhealthy than some yes. of the bigger people that you ever see. It's not about oh he's skinny or oh, she fat or what have you. Yeah, it's really it's about going about to your size. doctor Getting what, like, finding out, because a lot of times the whole deal about obesity is just about there's a national certain standard of what people say it's supposed to be. And that's fucked up. That's not not correct because there's too many body types to say that there's one standard for height to to weight ratio of health because there's too many factors. It's not 100%. That's why you got to have to, number one, have a good doctor you trust in and, like, a nutritionist and and be like, hey... You know what I mean? What's up with that? And that's how you know if your body's good for you. Because you're right. Even though that scale, that, that thing that, that, that scale they do have has an accuracy to it, it is faulty in a lot of ways. And the thing about it is that people only turn to that because they seem like that's the guy rule to go to and they shame niggas that don't meet to that. But that, that because that, we that get taught work. fucked up things and don't we're not necessarily fucked up, but we all sometimes we get taught wrong and we don't realize that was the wrong way about it, because at the time, as a whole, people didn't know this is the wrong way to go. And as we evolve as a society, we see. The, some, we some, see which ways you know we should start leaning to. Some niggas look at wrestlers who are big and strong and think they're healthy, mm-hmm. but really, you know, what I'm saying throughout of steroids or, or whatever, like something or like maybe eating bad but still working out, they don't have a healthy body, but they look healthy. But yet you take a nigga who's like, um, what's your boy that just ran over that dude in that in video we watching that in that, in that gif in that gif? Keep Lee. Like you look at him and be like, oh, that guy's obese because he's not a six pack or nothing like that. But it's like, no, that guy's probably fucking healthy as fuck. He just that's that's, that's actually his body index for real. The things that we attribute, like, and that's exactly, you're exactly right. Aesthetics shouldn't determine, specifically, shouldn't be the only determining factor into what healthy looks like. And so far, currently, it is. Like, we just look at someone and just think that they're healthy, and we look at someone and we shame them. And that's the problem. I'm telling you how many niggas I know smoke cigarettes. 
Like yeah. I be I be walking them niggas and them niggas don't do no cardio and they be like I be like so how you smoke cigarettes and still be this buff? He was like so I just go in there and live. I don't be doing no running like that. So liver like, could be trash. You know what I mean? Blood pressure could be trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? All kinds of things could be trash. So it's like it's breaking certain stigmas. Right. And you know what I mean? Because heart disease is an issue. Diabetes is an issue. But like people was gaming me, and I'm not even an expert yet. But it made me want to find out more information to educate myself more so on uh, on uh, uh, all of those topics. Because right. when, when they got to break down to me, I can go back. I got my final article about how what we think obesity is is not obesity, and what we get taught. And it, and, and and when you already open your brain to the fact that. A lot of what we get taught, we need to unlearn. It's easier to unlearn things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. by this point, we didn't unlearn so many things. When you tell me, oh, this is another thing you got to unlearn. It's like, oh, yeah, something else to unlearn. Okay, right, cool. Right. Let me see what this is. You know what? I mean? you know what? How, about, how about I do this for you? How about I unlearn all this shit? <laughs> Everything I didn't learn for the most part, I'm just going to unlearn it all. and say, fuck it. Because apparently all y'all niggas is wrong. Duh, I'm a sponge for new information. And then on top of it, Again, we're an evolving society. Yes. So some things might have been right in the 80s. It's just not going to be right let in me tell you, Let me tell you how right and how real you are in that statement. And I can break it down to this. The food pyramid. That bitch used to have all these things of what you're supposed to eat and, and, and how much you're supposed to eat. And that was healthy. 10, year, 10 to 15 years ago, they had to revamp the whole food pyramid and say, no, we was actually wrong by a lot of this shit. Mm-hmm. This should be taken down to half. Mm-hmm. These all in that take down just like fucking a third. Mm-hmm. This just fucking milk. Most of that shit, take most of the milk off. I don't know why you put all this fucking milk and dairy products on here. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, and that's your, that's, that's, that's the government. Mm-hmm. You know this what I'm saying? Wrong. The one that you're supposed to believe in and trust that did all this test for the food and say, this is what you eat to be a, this, they didn't talk to doctors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Around the world and tested this shit. But then you also remember there are always agendas in place. There's that too. Science is always evolving, and there's a lot of genders in the play. You hear me? So, but that's the thing too. I mean, I think that's what society in general, though. I mean, we have always gotten better as time has passed. Mm-hmm. Like every group of people thought they had all the answers at that fucking time, mm-hmm. but they gather new info and they just keep on fucking gone. That doesn't necessarily mean that we just say fuck them and don't even trust the process because the process evidently works. We just don't get the we. We only get the best answer at that fucking time. Which process you talking about? Just like, uh, just in terms of like, for example, when Seth was talking about the food thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's different. Like, that just like most things that we do, it just changes over fucking time. Like, we don't always ever like know everything about something. And I'm just saying, we but also I think got... that food thing is a trap too, like... But no... Well, in, in the middle, in the intersection of what both of you are saying, I'm just saying when I'm talking about, when, when we're talking about um, science, right? Most times, the government at the time ain't listening to the scientists. You feel me? That is also true. And then when I throw in the reason why I bring up agendas is like when you realize that it's it's easier to know it's easier to be told that things are a lie when you realize how many lies get told because mm-hmm. the pharmaceutical company is one of the main reasons why weed ain't legal, for instance. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when you look at that food pyramid. When it was made like that, who else was it serving who, for who us to believe? This? Which one of you farmers want to put all this fucking cheese and dairy on Come there, on, huh? that's yeah. what I'm Which saying. Which one of you niggas want to make cow Agendas. so much of a fucking meat we got to eat, huh? Agendas. I see bacon on this bitch. Bacon ain't supposed to be on this bitch. Wait, what's that for? Agendas. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did we get pork chops on here? So you got to have that understanding when you're trying to unlearn yeah. and unpack a lot of things or when you're trying to judge a time period as to why things, were, why things were taught the way that they were. Because sometimes it's like what you said, they just really thought that's what it was. And some Sometimes it was both a lot of times where it's some people absolutely thought this was the truth on top of it also kind of could serve this, this, and this in a way that mm-hmm. helped the people with the big pockets. Yeah. Because like, I want to get to the that socioeconomic issue. The lobbyists of uh, the niggas and shit. When we talk about being healthy, that's political. 
You it feel is. me? You can't just tell somebody get nutritionist when they got all these people that's right. getting whatever they can. Right. You know what I mean? Barely right. fucking getting money. Exactly. Barely being able to feed themselves. The cheapest shit is usually the worst shit, but you got to get it because you got to yeah, have sustenance. You, get, right. you feel me? They get political when you... Because so we tell people, be healthy. Get healthy. You know how much it costs well, you know much to it be costs healthy, quote-unquote? And we don't want to talk about that side of it either. We just want to shame fat people. Right. Dollar cheeseburgers, $5 salads. Come on! I just, I just had that shit in my fucking... Uh, Story, dude. Like, that was a fucking meme. Like, that's the problem with our food system in general, dog. Like, you can get a fucking cheeseburger for a fucking dollar and a fucking bowl of salad costs like 10, 12 fucking dollars. Smoothie, $9. Smoothie, $9. Bitch. And it's like, dude, I can get... Fries for 50 cent and shit. Nigga, what the hell? I can get nine McDoubles or this one smoothie. Like, what the fuck? Fuck. Nigga, it's a setup. It's political, dog. Yeah. It's all political. Like, I can so, feed my whole family with these nine McDoubles. That's why I stand by. It's a way more layered conversation than we often want to give it credit for. But like one person said some of the realest shit as far as bringing it up. And, th- and th- this kind of made me go, I can't say nothing to it. It's not about, he said, it's not about bringing it up per se. It's about oftentimes who's bringing it up. You know what I mean? You can't be R. Kelly and want to be the nigga standing up for kid children's rights and shit. You know what I mean? Oftentimes, it's the big idiot or the messed up person that's trying to bring up these facts yeah. not to help out the person, but to just shame them or support their argument as to why and make themselves why feel better. Society. You know what I mean? When I it's, understand that. So, but, but then again, at the same time, let's just try. Like, in this conversation, who gets to bring it up then? I mean... I think if a person, if I, I think nutritionists and doctors. I mean, no, no, it, it's them too. It should be nutritionists and doctors. But like when I brought it up, I didn't get hit with like, like we were able to have conversations once. Once I kept on once once like I say at times people spoke from their emotions. I had to be like, I feel you, but this is the point I'm making. It's almost like if they feel safe with the person that's bringing it up, it's easier for them to talk about it. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna expect David Duke to start a civil rights freaking campaign for me. So, and I know it's an extreme, but yes. I think that's where they be coming from because oftentimes, like, there's certain people on my wall. We talking about him the other day. They always pop up when we talking about gay rights or gay stuff, and he always got mm-hmm. some opposing view or he try to act dumb like he don't understand shit. And it's always the means to stir shit up. So when that person puts on their wall something about gay rights, most gay people are like we don't trust. Your perspective, because whenever you bring this up, you always trying to curve it in some way to make us the bad guy. I think that's that's very true. So it's about like, the person like, that makes like it feel safe, are, or at, themselves. At least on social media, to a degree, you got those certain people who you know who are just anti, mm-hmm. and whenever they say something, it's usually fucking poisonous. But I think even the people who aren't like that. I feel like even if they bring it up, it'll still be looked at as poisonous. It depends. You can't. That's a generalization. I am speaking in general. So I'm saying. I think. I think, I think it true. will. De- I think it will depend upon your receipts on you because I like. Let, let me Wait, use myself. Hold on. Rewind what? I'm about to rewind and explain. Let's. I'm going to use myself as an example. When I say rece- receipts on you as the general you, I'm putting myself in this position. If let's say you you read the receipt, like say you like read all the things I've ever written on on social media, right? Okay. And let's say um you see that oh man like you know like he he's standing up for women's rights, okay man damn he's standing up for black people, okay man boom 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 wait, what do you mean um being gay is a choice? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Okay, I like these three things he stood up that's good, but the, what was this shit? Mm-hmm. So that person from that point is gonna look at it like this. 
when he talking about this and that. Yeah, no uh-huh. I'm fucking with it. Yeah, uh-huh. but he already showed he got a blind spot or a bias or mm-hmm. something against homosexuality. Yeah. So when he come with the homo shit. I don't know if yeah. I can trust him. So that's totally. what it comes down to. It's not mm-hmm. about judging people mm-hmm. black or white because most mm-hmm. of us are great. So when they talk about somebody, it could be somebody who for the most part is usually good peoples. Mm-hmm. But good peoples have also been taught to be fat phobic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I know I got, I've had my phobias. You know what I mean? I had to go through and be like, man, that's fucked up. Even th-. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we all get programmed from the same idiot box to learn the same shit. So it's like we can realize that we all get programmed to be racist. We all get programmed to be homophobic. We all get programmed to be sexist. We all get programmed to be fat phobic. You know what I mean? We also, you got to just be honest with yourself to be like, okay, boom, boom, boom. It's the awareness. So I think you can tell the difference between someone posting with awareness versus mm-hmm. someone posting without it. Okay. I think that's a case-by-case basis. Okay. If right. someone came on that post and said, hey, guys, okay. I, 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 I love you and I hope you love you. But if you feel like, you know, you want to uh, give it more shape or you're a little bit more healthy for yourself, then come holler at me. Like, I was like a person that's trying to, like, get people to get on the healthier side. I'll come with that kind of approach. Yeah, like, I'll, if they're coming from, like, a place of service. Really. Like, yeah, like, I'll, like, like, I'll come from a place of service. Like, to... if, if you feel like you're unhealthy and you want to do something about it, then we can make something healthy. But if you feel like you're healthy, your doctor that you're comfortable with says that you're healthy. You know what I'm saying? Because motherfuckers don't like to listen to their doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like doctor. Ones that have doctors. The ones that have yeah, doctors. Right. You know, all the, oh, even if right. even if you don't go to the doctor, because you can always go to like fucking like they got places, hospitals like veterans and all that for the poor. Like at some point you gonna go to the hospital, a nigga gonna tell you these questions of like this is what you do to get in your health. Get health. If you don't take heed for real of things, you know that you need to take heed on, dog. If you know that you go to McDonald's every day, dog. Uh, if this is the third, because some poor people, dog. I'm sorry. Some poor people are so poor that I don't. They got to be fixed economically to get their health right. That's just the way it is. I mean, and that's a lot. I'm about to say that's a whole lot of people. That's like that. That's see, the a lot point. Of people, a lot of people are like. See, a lot of people are. That's not, a lot like, that's, of people. That, a lot of people are homeless. A lot of people are poor, but like dog. You don't have to be homeless to be poor. But the thing is, you can be poor and like also be a, a good way of budgeting without having to go to McDonald's. But still get poor food. We all have been on this health journey, and when you get on the health journey, you got to start checking labels. Yeah. There's so many things that I didn't know was bad that you buy, I used to buy every day. Uh-huh. So now we got to educate. That's what you're saying. We really that's, what, that's what I said earlier. It gets into the education. We, start this we do early. not get educated on what's healthy. And the government is not helping people have access to healthier we, options we, like they should. That's yeah. the thing. We trust the government so much. And, and, and we also trust these companies so much to make something like, why would you make something out homeless if you want to eat it? Because, it? because it's capitalism, dog. No. It's fucking, dog. That is and the fucking because American the thing is, economy. You read the nutrition page and the ingredients. This Make cheap, like, buy, buy, I mean, sell high. And people gonna fucking like, buy it. This candy bar was made out of weave. Like, Yo, what the fuck? bro, you, they only gonna make shit that niggas buying, son. They if got, we continue to purchase this shit, they gonna, gonna keep feeding it to us. We got shit that's banned in other countries that we make. That they, they, they refuse to feed their people because it's fucked up. We make dishes out of that they shit. They got shit that we got that say fat free, and then you read the label and it's full of sugar and bullshit still. And that's the education. Like, like, like people... Don't have that like basic level. That like basic level of like even just reading labels. Period, son. And, like, and we're, we're calling it basic level, but we weren't taught it either. No, we had like basic level now. Like once you know, you fucking know. But I no, mean, it just, should be basic yeah, level. But it be isn't. Basic is level. what I'm saying. Right. Like, like, because like, like, be what unknown thing. basic level knowledge. That's what it you is. You know what I mean? It should be basic. What you say, Joe? It's unknown basic level level knowledge. Right. Right. It's like niggas don't know it's basic level because they don't know it exists. It exists. Yeah, but then when you totally. realize it exists, that's it's like, basic. damn, all right, I'm basic. Right. Mm-hmm. I right, just day one. But mm-hmm. you, but ignorance, they, dog, there's so much, there's so much power that can be, that can be just be pulled out, pulled off of ignorance. 
keeping people ignorant. Yes. You know what I mean? There's so much and power the, we can and glean and from. And in the black community, dog, ignorant. in the black community, they've done their best to keep us ignorant in this health situation because since the day they gave us chillings until now, the motherfuckers, they trying to push in our neighborhoods, fucked up this, uh, like food places, fucked up fast foods. Like, our neighborhoods be having some of the worst shit. This, fast food in general is fucked up, but like, dog, in our neighborhoods, it seems like they, we have the worst product. We get like the last stuff because in other places, especially in other countries, McDonald's is bomping. You know I'm what I'm saying? Like, well, that's a weird statement to even say. But what I'm about McDonald's is it's like it's like which 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 killer got the best sword? This some shit. Like, no, like, 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 but, but, no, McDonald's in China ain't like McDonald's in America. <laughs> but no, what like, I'm gonna say is this: you're right about how they treated the black community. But when it comes to this health shit, this is an elitist thing. This is some classy shit. Too. It is like because poor everybody got to buy the same poor products. Like mm-hmm. when I go to Dollar General, I don't just see black people. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, you know, Not at all. You, know, you see all kind of people and we all buying these fucked up ass products. You know what I mean? When you go to Walmart, there's a lot of fucked up ass shit that they let us buy that you don't even realize. You see all kinds of Walmart. So while you're absolutely right about the black community, this is some shit that they're doing to poor people. They mm-hmm. are. Yeah. For real. Yeah. It just is what it is. Because you could get rich and black and have to deal with them type of problems. So when you get rich and black, you realize a lot of uh, them niggas eat the same no more when they rich and black. Nigga, no. They don't eat the same no more. Somebody live Paul get cheese. That's okay. why if you rich and you unhealthy, I don't, you just want it to be. Because you can escape. Uh, nigga, uh, nigga if I had the money to only and always buy the best products for my skin, the best food for my body, the best water for my intake. Right. I would always be at my healthiest. Nigga, that would be a beautiful ass. I'll be what? going every day. What I would think by fifty, I would look the same as I do now. Yeah, yeah. nigga, I'll be looking like Mister Manhattan, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> shouts out to Doctor Manhattan. I'll be glowing, blow, blue and glowing, naked. <laughs> <laughs> this is what alcohol I want to do. <laughs> Real fruit. <laughs> Real fruit. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, that's so funny. But um, yeah, some but like yeah, just it, just the just the in the Lizzo conversation. It's on. I think we said everything about it. It's watch your intention because even if you think you're being well-meaning, there's too many inherent things that have been programmed into us that you might have had a different impact than you were thinking when you broke certain conversations. Especially when we talk about someone else's health or someone else's right. aesthetic, someone else's looks. Someone else's problems. You know what I mean? Honestly, I don't even talk about it. You know what I mean? Really <laughs> I'll let somebody come to me and say, yeah. this is how I feel about right. me. You can come to me personally. <laughs> Other than that... But, and at the same time, we should, without even have to bring up a Lizzo or anyone that's bigger or whatever the fuck, have an awareness of heart disease, diabetes, right. high blood pressure... They are real things. Let's not let's yeah. not negate those things. Let's not forget that. Yes, fat is beautiful, but let's be healthy and fat. Right. Let's yeah. be PHAT. You know what I'm saying? That's all. You can be FAT and healthy, but I just want health. I just want all to be healthy and live long as fuck. And I don't want people to just think that, oh, fat is beautiful. Let me continue my bad habits because that's not going to lead you down the best road, whether right. you're fat, skinny, what have you. And I think that's the part of it that... I don't want to use it as a shaming tool. I just want that to just be there on its own, existing. Without shaming, <laughs> just know the facts, know the reality, you know, know your life, know what the outcome is. And we all need to be better educated on BMI, on the myth of obesity, on all of it. Yeah. Right. Just seek it, man. That's all. Yeah. Uh, moving on, 50 Cent coming for Oprah. 
So listen. So he's I, really coming for Oprah? I, he called her out saying she only go after black men because like she's doing a Me Too thing on Russell Simmons after she did one with Michael Jackson. Is that is that true? And, and um, 50 Cent, like, my nigga, you ain't doing nothing on the Weinsteins and the other people while you doing ones on the pillars in the black community. What he said, he said, don't understand why Oprah's going after black men. No Harvey Weinstein, no Epstein, just Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons. This shit is sad. Gail hit R. Kelly with the Dev Blue documentary. Every time I hear Michael Jackson, I don't know whether to dance or think about the little boy butts. These documentaries are publicly wow. convicting their targets. It makes them guilty till proven innocent. That's what Filthy feels. Fifty, dude. <laughs> Alright, listen, I do understand when it's saying like Oprah Dog, you when you stamp a nigga dog, it's them to certify that you might as well say they a rapist. Uh, or whatever they done, they done done it if you didn't got a documentary on her documentary on it. But um I'm like this, you dig. Uh, who else gonna stamp us? Don't want no white person to stamp us. Fuck. Mm. If it ain't Oprah, then who? I mean, I don't know, bro. It just really just sounds fucking goofy to me. I mean, it do sound fucking goofy, dog. Like, like, but like, I'm like this, dog. I'm really, I really believe that. If it ain't Oprah, then who else? Who else? Because I damn sure don't want no white person, you know, I really look at that kind of weird. I'm like, oh, this here comes white person. I always coming at these black niggas. Like, now the thing is, if she want to go to have a Harvey Weinstein or why she didn't, I don't know. That's our personal reasons, dog. She had probably, you know, had personal reasons why she went against Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons. Maybe, you know, that's the third. I don't have the answer to that. Only Oprah does. I, I wish maybe she'll come out and, and get a white nigga or two, but that's for fucking Barbara Walters to do. All right? Because <laughs> then, oh man, when it comes out like, so would you rather not come at come at like I'm okay say, like what do you want then? because I want I want Oprah to keep doing what the fuck Oprah doing yeah I'm not gonna say anything bad about Oprah like well, Oprah chooses to get you dog she got you you know I'm, what I'm saying you shouldn't have got yourself and then Oprah wouldn't have got your ass because then as sometimes it says okay do we get our own before like what you just said it has merit to because sometimes people are saying we're supposed to clean out our own house. So which one is it? Right. Are, we supposed to, are we supposed to clean out? Uh, maybe she's choosing to go at these black men, not because she hates black men. Maybe she's like, man, you're affecting my community. Right. You're a black man. Like, I, like, like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, Harvey Weinstein might not touch not one person that looked like me, even though he has fucked over black women too. But I'm just saying, Harvey Weinstein got a slew of white women and a few black women. But the Russell Simmons, is not, I don't want to say Russell Simmons' names, I don't know what's going on with him. But the, the R. Kelly's, there's a lot of black girls. You know what I'm saying? No, let me I'm tell you just, something, dog. And, oh, go ahead, and Michael Jackson kind of transcends blackness to oh, the degree when it comes to icon status in that story, but continue. I, I, I just want to just say, fuck the racial aspect of it. Like, I can't be mad at anybody that's getting a fucking piece of shit off the fucking streets, dude. Right, right. Truthfully, at the end of the day, because I, I can't say, oh, why are you going at this rapist and not that rapist? No, get at all the no, rapists. I'm not about to do that. You know what I mean? That's, that's what it. That's stupid. what it starts to feel like when you say that shit. So you're mad at her because she's not going at the rapist you want her yeah, to go I mean, at. I think that's. I think that's. I think that's, that's she's the key still part. going at rapists. That's, 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 rapist, that's the key. That's the key part of that, that I'm really missing. Like. Y'all act like Oprah is like tarnishing these niggas' careers. These niggas tarnished their careers. Yeah. When they did the raping. When they did the raping. Oh, what happens? I don't know. And what, the thing is, Oprah, I don't know what Russell Simmons is accused I, I, of. I don't know Russell. But, but you but, know. But the thing is, Oprah has a sense of a relationship with these people. The thing with Harvey Weinstein, dog, I ain't not even had a relationship until I saw the pictures. And those are just pictures, dog. She actually like like knows Russell Simmons and done business with like I don't know his big thing, but like she knows business of the people that she's she's you know done with. Michael Jackson. She has many accounts with Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Just like she did with that nigga with the book. She had put an Oprah stamp on the book that she had wrote, uh, that read, and then said it, and gave it to Oprah approval to read because it was based on a true story. She come to find out that shit wasn't a true story and had that nigga back on the show. 
You know what I'm saying? She, yeah. she, the people she had dealings with, I feel like, closely, she's going to take on closely. Because yeah. Russell Simmons, it's not like Russell Simmons is a big game for her. Russell Simmons is big, but Russell Simmons ain't Michael Jackson. Russell Simmons ain't fucking a lot of these niggas. You know what I'm saying? She could she could have passed that on to Gail. I mean, Russell Simmons is, is, is a he, is He's a an entity name. of his own. Yeah, Don't get her he, twisted. He's a big name, but... But, like, I'm just saying, like, Oprah, like, if Oprah chooses, if, if Oprah chooses to do this one... You know what I'm saying? The Oprah sees something in it that, that affects her in some kind of way. With Harvey Weinstein, I'm I'm just saying that when it comes down to because I understand the aspect of you know niggas don't like seeing niggas get locked up. But I think right. it go back to what D just said about like once you became a rapist, a abuser, your blackness, your whiteness, your that skin shit color color been disqualified. I don't care. Go to jail. Go to jail. Yeah, yeah, innocent Russell, go to jail. I don't care if you're a black man or what. I don't right. care. I don't care about that. Like you your own someone. Go to jail. Right? Like, what the fuck? Like, that's all. Because then he also shared this thing uh, that showed Bill Cosby jail, Epstein walk, uh, Kevin yeah, Spacey walk, Harvey Ho- Weinstein walk, J- R. Kelly jail, Trump walk. Well, that nigga Epstein walked all right, walked into the fucking the stairway to hell. I mean, that nigga. this is kind of a disingenuous meme because uh, you got to throw in here too that Bill Cosby didn't go to jail the first time he was accused of this. Bill Cosby ducked and paid off and got away with this for, for decades. Before Same he with R. got Kelly. jail. Same with R. Kelly. They, he making it seem like as soon as the black man had a thing, they no. Nah, them nah. rich ass niggas got away with that shit forever. The only thing I took out of this is that if you want to say, hey, dog, look out the inequality of like like the justice system. The justice system. They like like these all criminals, but yet the white ones walk free. Let them all be locked yeah. up. Right? Yes, you know, your yeah. message should be yes. they should all be jailed. Yes. Not they should walk because they walk. Right. That'd right, be a right, lot of niggas right. shit. Man, the white man did it, why we can't do it? Dog. You what sound are you saying? stupid. Right, no, he rich and white just like them. Bro. I don't see why they didn't let him go. You sound stupid. They always want to take a black man down. So again, <laughs> exactly. And, and it, it's so unfortunate, it's dog. Letter, it's, it's so unfortunate because you know where that comes from. And you can't help but um and be um understand empathetic of where that comes from. Because there was a time where y'all were only trying to keep the black man down. And currently, things are still unfair for black people. So, yes, I understand the spirit. But you gotta get your facts right, man. Right, right. right. Son, first, facts you know what? No black man they trying to tear down Byron. You know Byron Allen was, was suing Comcast. They were trying to tear that black man down. That's a black man they trying to tear down. Every day they try to fuck over Trevor Noah. That's a black man they trying to tear down. You know what I mean? Y'all right. Some black man they, they got a lot of niggas they got some niggas positive that, shit they trying to tear that down. you could support. Martin the King they were trying to tear down. Martin the King they trying to tear down. Like Malcolm X, these. A lot of niggas want to save right our now, trash dog. so bad. Right, Why? nigga. You we always want to save our trash. Because they've done so much good. But the thing is, dog, no, certain good can never hide of, your darkness. Because of the traumas. We were talking about with, with Watchmen and we were talk, we talking about how uh, emotional, uh, di- uh, what is it, uh, trauma being um, in your DNA. Because we got to almost, like, almost like we got to sit together to make through this process of fucking America. Yes, dog. It's just the familiar, know- the familial knowing of... A lot of times, as black people, we get treated differently, so we want to protect each other so, so hard. So let's say I understand. It's almost like we want to lock Bill Cosby in our own jail like or give, something. Like give us Bill Cosby, we we'll put him in jail over here. I understand the spirit, yo, I really do. But we but, be so wrong. Yeah, <laughs> wrong though. We be wrong though. Son, let me think about that. Black people owning their own jail to deal with black people. You that's, might be on something. Good. I don't think that's. I don't idea. know. I don't know. I, I mean, dog. I'd rather deal with a whole bunch of black people in there because the thing is, there's a sense of relation. Whether than this white officer, 
You know what I'm saying? And this black officer showing off for the white officer. You know, like like these a bunch of black niggas. There gonna be some niggas in there causing problems, but for the most part, I mean, we are we're the majority of the prison population anyway, so it's like they have that already. My no, but it's like white people that run it. You know what I'm saying? What if like it was it was, it was they got black people that are like wardens and shit. Far and few between. They by by the many black ones that as they are um black coaches. Saying, it doesn't really matter. Though. Jail is jail. Like we're not gonna make like a nice fucking. No, no, I no, Joe. I think I think what D ain't saying, but what D is saying is this. Nobody, let me unlock that. Was you know the system. We're still talking about a system that is designed in a way that's fucked up towards people of color. So whether it's people of color leading the system or it's white people leading the system, if we don't make this system more fair and more balanced and shit, it's still all right. fucked it was up. Like, it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, the niggas got a jail and they be packed too. Pack yeah. four, we done lock all them niggas up. Because they all still subscribing to that white, right. white oppressive system. Because like that's like looking at black cops. We've had a bunch of black. I can say off the times I think I've had my worst experiences with black cops upholding this fucking racist system. Yeah. You would think because you're black, you see me as your brother, but since they upholding this system that was made by people trying to fuck us, we still getting fucked. But I think the spirit you're coming from is it'd be cool if we had a true like black Wall Street, if it was really a black city or yeah. a, with our own yeah. black system, blackness like uh, on its right. own island or something of of like uh, like you know what I mean. You talk about from the ground up. Yeah, we we running our own. We designed our own. Right, nigga. We deal with our own. You hear me? Yeah. That's yeah. Wakanda. <laughs> he talking about Wakanda. Wakanda. He talking about Wakanda. That's fucking Wakanda. <laughs> Don't fucking call it kind. Wakanda. He can make Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> Put him in the jail. Based on your crimes, this is how your jail time will be served. You will be locked up. But all right, since you just stole some. You just gonna sit in this bitch and chill. We we'll get good water and shit. I like will that. say this though, like if we did have like more of our own, I guess prisons. Even though that's just so, there's, there's like something very absurd about that. I think the, it uh, wouldn't be as absurd if we owned the city, yeah, or the state, yeah, like yeah. if we owned the city, the government. Like I think that would, at minimum, lend itself to uh, people getting like fairer. Sentences. Because it's really a, a, a people yeah. that say yeah. of your own peers, of your own. Whatever. You would have niggas like sitting in jail for months behind weed. Come on. Like we wouldn't do that. You to know. Each other. And I think that's like that's necessary. You know, if shit, we had our we'll be locking up niggas that really need to be locked up. Well, like, this nigga is a killer. They also conservative Republican black types as a right wing. Right wing blacks do exist, so we would have some opposition. Yeah. It wouldn't just be all hunky dory, no, but it would no. feel at least more fair. Yeah, it would just because even a, even a right, even the most coonies of coon black people, I feel like there's a through line that you can come to somewhere when. You've had a black experience, nigga. Sonny. I don't care how much white dick you want to suck. There's experience that you've had that's informing some of the shit that you on that at the end of the day, you don't, you shouldn't want to see black people being fucked over. We yeah. might have different ways of bringing our black people up, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, even the most coolest of black people feel like I'm doing this for the betterment of blackness. Don Lemon is a, a lot perfect, of them. Don mm-hmm. Lemon is a perfect example of like, at the corner of it so long, he just couldn't ignore it. Like, wait a minute, hold on. I really want to talk to him about that. Like, like dude, I didn't. Like, you clearly changed. What happened? 
No, no, he said what happened. Oh, really? That police shit, them did boys getting killed. Yeah, right? Trayvon and them, all that shit. Trayvon. All that shit oh, that affected him. He saw, he's like, dog, I keep reporting this shit. Yeah. And they, wait, wait, the way they want to report this shit is fucked up, mm-hmm. dog. Because this is visual. It was the back, the back, the back. Trayvon, my okay. ground. He got traumatized. Yeah. Out of he got back in the huh. blackness. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh-uh, huh. fuck this. He said that shit opened his eyes to a lot. Huh. Because like okay. like Joe just said, not only was these stories happening back to back, they was wanting him to say shit that he knew wasn't factual. Or he'll find out all these facts that he wasn't allowed to say. Or this buku shit. Okay. He'll okay. find out it's just it was Buku politics and Buku shit that he learned. He was like, look, bro, things are messed up. <laughs> things yeah. are unfair. All right. And that, that just that opened up that door. That I, had, I like never saw him like speak on that. Oh, yeah. It just seems so sudden. Like Did it was boy, like night and fucking day. That boy came to New Orleans after that. Got a dagger ear. I did yeah. see that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it was a rap after that. Yeah, people yeah. often assigned it to that. Ascribe it to that. Yeah, he came into all. Yeah, yeah, but like it's like what Joe said. After all of that happened, then he came here and got the cut loose. In the blackest city you can go to, son. Right, then he cut loose on air after having this awakening. It's like, damn, you you had a stressful year, then you ended that bitch coming to New Orleans and getting lit. That's going to change a nigga. He might have did more drugs than we even realized. Well, he looked around, saw the black people on wherever was like, Wow. Wakanda. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I have arrived. This is all right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I said I'm gonna lick him, y'all. This is Don Lemon from CNN. <laughs> What's up, Don? Talk to us. Salam alaikum, y'all. Don Lemon Salam. Talk to you. Talk to you. What's going on? We the people. Power to the people. Power, power, power to the people. people. <laughs> and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. I'm, I'm black, 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 y'all. Yes. Um, speaking of black, it's Cuba Gooden. You got seven more women. Son, okay. Son, let me tell you something, son. Cuba always looked weird to me, even with his acting. I used to be like, Cuba, why you look like like you just touch people? Like, he's something about him. Like, only only one. Like, he just looked like he just weird. I don't know. I always felt the weird energy about Cuba. Like, his brother was always good with me. Omar was always. I was like, Omar, I I I hope Omar didn't do anything. But, I mean, fuck Omar right now. Cuba, son, they got too many women. Coming at your neck, so that means one of them is telling the fucking truth. And that's all you need. And that's all, I, dog. That's all you fucking need, dog. That's all I need. In my eyes, mind. dog. Um, it's not zero out of out of seven, son. It's no, no, not. no. Seven more well, after yeah. the fifteen previous. So twenty-two. It's not zero for twenty-two, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Cuba. You fry him. Fry him! Because real talk, Duh. Cuba ain't trying to buy no NBC. I don't see nothing like... Right. You're not about to buy He's trying to buy the rights to Boys in the Hood. Fuck. Really? <laughs> you want what... Uh, what kind of movie did with Beyonce? Oh, uh, the Fighting Temptations. You want the Fighting Temptations. He wants yeah. the soundtrack. Really? The soundtrack, man. Man, like, really like, like uh, Cuba was last night. He was on Empire. Not saying that his career thing, but I'm just saying like, dog, Cuba is not a prominent figure. No, in, he like, got a resurgence of that OJ shit. He, oh, that, that, yeah, yeah. He that could have bounced back nice if he but, wasn't being pervy. But OG, I like cool. He's like, so talented, dog. Like, he ain't that most powerful nigga like, out there like that. Like, I, like. Put it like this. He could have been a Robert Downey Jr. situation, but yeah. he fucked it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he fucked his I Robert Downey Jr. situation. Cause, really, because cause, cause think of, like, he fell off completely. He had a good showing as OJ. When you do something like that, you just one roll away. Yeah, from getting back on track. Getting back on track. That's what happened with Eddie again. right now. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with Eddie and Dolomite. You feel me? Eddie has been falling off for the longest. A bunch of flops and shit. He he, he did some light. Came back with that Dolomite. People like it. Mm-hmm. I like that Dolomite. Now he got the Beverly Hill. He got all these other things coming. We're going to see. We're seeing a career resurgence uh, uh, yeah. for Eddie Murphy. Same thing can happen for Cuba, but he's a fucking pervert. You know what I'm saying? And I stand by. I think I've said this on air once before, dog. If a person that I'm close with 
tells me something about one of you motherfuckers, I don't care. Like oh, yeah. I said, it happened Yo. with Nate Parker. Someone I personally know had a, a fucking pervy, rapey interaction with Nate Parker when he was shooting something in New Orleans a few years after that shit went down with him in college, years before he blew up with great debaters. Mm. I, I'm close with this woman. Mm. And she gave me this breakdown, and she gave me the breakdown to this day. I mean, at that point, she didn't even realize... How fucked up it was until I reacted because she never told she didn't tell that many people the story yeah. because you know I'm an actor we you know we in the game we talk and she you know but she's like, I gotta act the story you know what I'm saying and, and I'm like yo you know what I mean and she said she ain't really she kind of kept it with her and a lot of women do that they have these weird as interactions with niggas keep it with them and don't even realize but you kind of got abused you kind of got whatever the fuck that was not proper etiquette at all you know what yeah what I mean? so when I hear all this other shit about Nate Park I always go back to my girl told me about this nigga so I believe everything. Same difference with this Cuba shit, man. I got a friend of mine also that's worked with this nigga. And she was like, yo, this nigga be on some pervy shit, nigga. Like, straight up. So, again, another personal friend of mine. Anything that's said about Cuba, from, I don't give a fuck. I know right, someone I who had care. an interaction. All right. So, I got first-hand information. I'm sorry. Yes, all right. Anything after that, you can say anything you want about they just trying to bring the black man down. Sorry, I know a black woman who said some shit, and she ain't trying to bring a black man down. She didn't want it. You're, he ain't rape on them, but he just was doing yeah, weird still, shit. Still. Like, weird shit. And I was like, that's Son, weird shit, yo. Like, if a nigga do weird, weird shit, and uh, you come to find out later that he done some shit that he got away with, because certain people, they'll do weird shit as a test. As a test. Uh-huh. As a test. Let mm-hmm. me see. What, oh, they, oh. A, a lot of niggas that's abusive to women violently, a lot of times the women say it started with like something like a pinch, like something small mm-hmm. that they was feeling mm-hmm. out, you know what I mean, how Sticking they can be physical water, huh? with you. Yeah, bro. So, like, you're absolutely right is what I'm saying. Niggas do test to that see so what they can do. It's, it's pretty fucking fucked up, son. What you tell me about Weinstein? So he got to pay 25 mil. But he ain't paying like none of his own pocket. It all come from like his insurance. Yeah, he walked in that bitch with a walker. He walked, he walked in that bitch yeah, with a walker. He, he, he walked he out. Was, he walked out with no walker, right? He walked out a free man. That boy walked in that. Listen, y'all. How we about to handle this? That boy walked out that bitch. Free. But no, he got, other, he got, other, he got another uh, case he got to deal with. So he's not free, free. He got a couple others, but he settled with them people that was in that situation. He's another, he got another state he got to go to. white woman was like, you know what? 25 million. I don't think that's even shit for him. No, it's not. It's and, not but like you said, Jesus. then he's going to get that, get paid basically insurance. You say his lawyer. So basically he, he got, got insurance covering that. Yeah, insurance covering that. He don't get to pay it down. Yeah. And 25 mil out of his own pocket ain't nothing. Really, if, you, if you're dealing with money versus freedom, you can take all my money. You know what I mean? I'm more than sure because Bill just lost the appeal. Bill was trying to get on him and they said, no, Bill, sit your ass down. Bill's I like, think, how much money he take? 25 mil? I'll double it. Right. I would rather, nigga, what? If I'm a rich nigga, you can take all my money as long as I'm free. I can flip something. I'm not trying to go to jail. Jail? Nobody trying to go no. to jail. Nobody, Nobody trying to go to jail. Especially not no the motherfucking pedophile ass niggas, dog. Dog, put him in jail, son. Dog, get them all. Like, the thing about it, though, dog, is, like, with Weinstein and, uh, like, I'm really on this Jeffrey Epstein kind of thing because that nigga had an island full of debauchery. Son, that's you know what, what I told you. That was the that exact one. thing I told you the other day we talked about this off mic. He that had an island full of debauchery. Really? Yeah, that, was, that, that nigga had an island of Babylon, son. See, it's so funny. Wow. You, you didn't know that. See, no, me, and jo- me, and George, know that. me and George just talked about this shit about how, like, they got certain people, like, in white culture, that black culture, we don't give a fuck about, so we don't, we don't know shit know about. about so, it's like, most things about Epstein, I just learned about recently because I didn't give a fuck about any dealing with him i didn't you know what, what reason do i have to know about him like that but yeah son the reason why he people feel like he was murdered was because he had this island 
that basically all these big powerful men would go to and do what the fuck they want, nigga. Mm. And that's the rumor. Like, yeah, prostitutes, but like prostitutes, little children, you, you, you kill a kid. That's the thing. You, at the time, you thought it was just like a. I, I mean, at the time, he marketed it like it was just an island where the niggas just go and just fuck up age women and just have fun. It's, it's, it's a cheap resort. resort, a cheap resort okay. kind of. So people was like, I just want a rich white man go fuck young bitches. Mm-hmm. But then you find out it's younger than you thought. You know, like they might have some kids, maybe. Um, he might have had some fuck. A lot of fucked up things might have been ten, going ten down. Ten year olds. Might might have been ten, down. Might ten thousand pages and more plus of shit. That's going yeah, but he down. got murdered before he could rat on anyone, and people were saying, "Well, that many powerful people involved, like princes of yeah, a, a princes yeah. of lands and shit." And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was not. They, and like I said, they said they took his, like a movie. They said in one of the houses, there's a painting of Bill Clinton in a fucking gown and red heels. So all kind of random shit was going on behind these. Yes. Yeah. Yes, these, these closed doors yes. that we yes, just that were. you know yes that were so I mean the fact that niggas brought the jail on having this island for the shit dog and he got killed says it all like it said it, it says nothing but guilty now the, the real he the was real trafficking thing, nigga the real thing now is the question of where's the list where's the mm-hmm. list of the people that was involved the list exists. with this trafficking shit mm-hmm. where's the fucking list it exists somebody got it to me that is come one, out eventually that is one of the most evil things that's getting light shed on it the fact that people are actively doing like this trafficking people Nigga. yeah that's been going on for centuries centuries but it's not one of those things that the light is often on uh-huh. you feel me and i'm glad that we're in a society now where well, the light like, is hey, on look at this cuz growing yeah. up that's not even thing, thing thing i conceptualized yeah like it's not like a common conversation cuz you there's certain like, things that are common conversations yeah. kidnappings are i remember kidnappings but like like yeah, yeah i remember like niggas like get kidnapped like when i see kids missing i never thought they were like trafficked right. i always thought they were like, kidnapped like there was some probably, nigga, random nigga house for ransom or something or they, they were killed people yeah. have been on the back of fucking Milk cartons, sentinels. But you don't get into where they are. Right, you don't have to get traffic. Like, oh, yeah. wait, this nigga is possibly is alive in a fucking whole nother world. Getting like, fucked. Getting and beaten to death and shit in India. Yo, dude, if you go on that's the, the dark, hard, that's dark, the dark side. Dog, the dark fucking web got all that shit, yep. dog. Like, people, like, I've never seen any of this. First of all, first of all, because I just can't. I just no, can't but you read the articles about what the yeah, dark web has these going articles. on. Yeah. yeah, like I read all it, it the articles. Dude, they got fucking websites apparently that exist where like people have obviously been kidnapped and like trafficked, and they no. get like beaten, tortured, and killed like live on fucking streaming video and shit. Sick. Where like rich people go and like pay fucking like thousands of dollars. To watch it and shit. Sick. Like, that's, like, trafficking. And that shit is happening to this fucking day, dog. Like, it's out there. This is a disgusting process, dog. It's fucking And I'm thinking horrible. how we can put our way into, like, you know, putting our stance on it and doing something to make a change about that. Because that's one of the things that, like, I don't Shout know. Shout out to Ashton Kutcher, man. He's been on a brigade He's with, been on it uh, for a long really? minute, yeah, dog. Yeah, for a good while trying to find missing girls. Nice. And, like, he's he's one face of it right nice. now. Nice. Cool. Big ups on him. That's, he even took a break from his acting to get hardcore into that for a minute. See, I bet you could. You got all, all, all that money, money and all that time. So I said, boy, you know how much shit niggas could do if niggas could do it? Right. Niggas have money. <laughs> Resources. We could do a lot of things. Yo. But, but I mean, not to take away from the fact that he's fucking doing it. Nah, like, and not to take away from the people that don't got money that's still doing what yeah, they can. Yeah, true. And you know what I mean? So it's just, it's just when, you got, when you got it, do something with it. Because there's too many yeah. people that aren't. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to big up some people that are. Because he could easily not do it at all. You feel me? So... Yeah, man. I think that's what we're going to stop at for that A2 fit. No, you know, I want to bring up one other thing. 
You know what I mean? You know what? I'm gonna save it for side A. I'm gonna save it for the next one. I'm gonna save it for the next one. But is like, it, yeah, is it that one? It's about fabulous. Oh, fab. Uh, what is that? Is this an article? So I guess cancel fabulous on, about yeah. she canceled fabulous. Even though his girl didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. And because the thing is, he is getting a lot of rope to say we know he punched his girl's teeth out. And but did she deserve? <laughs> oh my god! Hey, like, did she throw a can good? This I mean, hey, like, ain't nobody above getting punched in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? If you ask for it, I'm not. I'm weird. not touching that. Yeah, I'm not. See, 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 see. Y'all get punched in the mouth. Y'all go because they gonna be thinking. Well, hell, I don't feel the same way about you. Ba 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 ba. I got hands. I ain't tripping. I, I, I ain't with no nigga punching his girl teeth out. Yeah, no, man. like, I ain't, I ain't with and that. I mean, like, I get that you ain't with that, dog. And I know you, you, you being facetious, but I'm saying, like, generally speaking, like, the article makes a strong point as to, like, I think we've often talked about, because first and foremost, cancel culture is bullshit. Nobody really gets canceled. People get basically uh, chastised for a minute, embarrassed for a period of time, and then they're welcomed back in as soon as they do something that people like. Mm -hmm. That's basically right. what happens. That's mm -hmm. what cancel culture actually is. Mm -hmm. But I feel like... Cancel like more like a timeout so you can get yourself together. Yeah, but like I think people out. personally have certain people that they personally have um, uh, the last straw with. Whereas, like, I think a person, I think, Joe, you could cancel someone and be like, I'm not fucking with a person shit no more. You can stick to it. But oftentimes, groups don't do that. You know what I mean? You get 10 people, maybe two of them really do it. Yeah. So it's often not enough people to really cancel anyone or anything. But I'm saying just off of natural merit, there should be certain things that we shouldn't support. Certain levels. Well, see, the thing is, with things with fabulous is that we're still not over the fact that men hit women. That's still not like, like we're that. We're not. That, like, that's not like that big of a, like, like, not... We're more accepting of it than we lead on. Yeah. Wait, as a culture. What? As a culture, a man hitting a woman is not to the level of a man, I don't know, raping or whatever. Like it's the lowest no. level of, of scumbag manry. It's like it's like it's like it's not it's not the lowest it's the lowest level. It's not it's not the it's not you're a rapist, but you you know you you hit oh, pedo. a pedophile is the worst that really you could give a nigga. You feel me? Because yeah. even some rapists. niggas, because some people fucking forgive rapists yeah. on some shit. If you won't be real, but almost no one, almost no one, no one forgives pedophiles. You know what I'm saying? So why? So like that's what Joe's saying on the level of a nigga would be like he punched in the mouth. But there's people who would be look what he just said. But what did she did she, did she deserve it? Someone would really. Yeah, ride yeah, that. Yeah. No one would ever ride that in pedophilia as far as right. did the kid deserve it? Are you fucking stupid? So just and on, Joe, on top of that, like. Um, it makes it even harder to accept the. It, it makes it harder to like put punishment on him when his girl doesn't. Now, though, we should take responsibility for it. And we often take the notion of if she cool with it, then fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, then then that's their lives. I still want to hear that nigga spit. Then that, they, so it takes the, a guilty conscience of of the do the right thing morale to do because the, that takes the weight off of them by saying, hey. She and, forgave him. Why can't I forgive him? And he's also still doing, providing the service that people like. If you drop in a song and a nigga like listen to this man music. He's like, want, like, they, that's his ammo right there. That's why R. Kelly still even has fans. You know what I mean? Those girls wanted that dick. That's he, their, that's their dude, whole argument for a lot of people. That shit because at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck if his girl forgave him. She's, she got her own trauma and bullshit going on. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to support a nigga that's punching his wife's teeth out. Yeah, you man. know what I mean? Just like the same thing with a rapist. Let's say the person that got raped forgave the motherfucker. Or like if we talk about that Botham John shit, his brother forgave her. No, still fuck that white lady. And still fuck that rapist. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck mm -hmm. if the victims decided to be diplomatic. Personally, Whatever, no. I don't support. 
toward rapists and pedophiles and abusers. Hey, listen, that's that person. Right. That's that person's that's personal right choice there. to get through their own journey of life. But that's my straw. I can't create your straw. Like, right. That's the thing I say. We spoke about many times on the podcast. Everyone has their own personal straw for when they decide that they can't fuck with a nigga no more. Look, son, yeah, you, you knocked the you knocked the teeth out. You knocked the teeth out real hard, son. Like, like I, I can't. I like. I don't want to listen to your music. I'm good on your music. I could cancel you, but like you say, the culture. Well, why we? I feel like the culture should. It's once again, we're not a monolith, and there's so many layers. Some people have been in questionable situations themselves, and like some, like we talked about when we talk about the fat stuff. Holding a mirror to yourself can get pretty hard, so you project. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, somebody might that, that might be beating this woman right now might feel a certain way, or might beat this woman, or been in a situation where they just got into a message, a situation where it was both their faults. There's so many layer issues as to why someone would want to defend someone in a certain situation that I can understand it, but still be like, yo, yo, some shit just ain't right though, right? Mm-hmm. There should be certain general wrongs. There should be, and that's where it is, right? I mean, I, nothing else. I mean, should be. like real talk, you know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. You knocked your teeth out. That's fucked up. You didn't come back and apologize in some kind of platform that uh, and have some kind of understanding of what you did was wrong. Makes it even more fucked up. Then on top of that, you you know what I'm saying? Though she get back with you, dog. Like it just seems like there's no remorse in any kind of part of the situation. Is fucked up. So that's what on the levels of that why I can't fuck with you and I gotta cancel you because there's no sense of uh, uh of like you know you 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 understand you did a fucked up thing. And you don't want to do that no more and trying some kind of way to get help about it. Because punching somebody in the mouth that you care about and love and knocking all that fucking teeth out is probably the most disrespectful thing you can do to anybody you love. But I mean, you got specific again, but I mean, even in the generals of like our culture, like... I mean, we talk about fabulous, so that's why... No, I no, but it kind of got beyond it. But I'm just saying on a level of what you say, I ain't saying nothing against what you're saying, but just generally speaking, it go back to what I said about you can, you can cancel fab. But where, how can we get to a point in the culture where, like, almost like we say man law? Like, you know, like, all this shit with Fizz and Omari on a lot of people. Like, like, that's, shit. like yeah, where, where do we get to G-Code shit where we, like, like with DZ, it should be, but should is a, is a deep word. <laughs> you know, should don't always come. <laughs> in order real. to do that, you have to think about other people. And empathy ain't always everyone's strong suits. Not at all. Apathy is running wild in these parts. Yeah. <laughs> For real. For real, son. So I think that's what the article was trying to pose on. Like, why do... And I, I think... And it's not just about fab. It's why... as so. And I think we spoke about this earlier about the Bill Cosby and such. As a culture, we like to protect our own a lot of times to our own detriment. A lot of times to the detriment of black women, our children. You know what I mean? In yeah. many other in many other groups. Many other facets We need to, we need to put a uh, check on that. You hear me? Dot that I. And that was that... Etouffee of the day. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get to do better. But, you know, at least educate yourself on how you are probably trash. Right. Because <laughs> we're all fucking internet. <laughs> we're all trash some in some fashion. We're going to do right. better, son. Because if not, you're going to fry. So let's get down. Oh, damn. Hmm. Okay, I'm getting past the joke. Uh, <laughs> let's get to that. Dose of, dose of no America. What's going on in our part of town? We got to stop
this I nigga. I, I saw this picture. After Shot Burglar arrives, owner kidnaps suspected thief and smashes hands with a hammer. Listen, <laughs> sir. I, I, Saudi Arabia nigga? Right, like, like sir, I understand that your message. That fucking Aladdin, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, bruh. I respect it, dog, but you just can't take the law in your own hands like that, dog. Right. Like, you took this man's hand and smashed it with a hammer, son. Man, read the story, man. The owner of a... Of a bridge city. city auto shop was arrested after authorities said he kidnapped a man. He suspected of stealing thousands of dollars worth of tools from his business and then used a hammer to smash a man's hands. I like it. Poetic justice. <laughs> but did you get your money or something? Back I like son? Chad Baxter. <laughs> Strong name, Chad, Chad Baxter. <laughs> Look at his balls on Chad. <laughs> Don't steal from Chad. Contacted JP on the uh, morning of November 30th after he returned to work and realized that someone had stolen property from his shop. And yeah, dog, like, bro, look. I want to say how you found the guy. You run a shop, son. Like, you you need your tools, dog. Like, that's your livelihood. Niggas, he, he made, made off of drills, socket sets, vehicle, jump starter. Damn, expensive shit. <laughs> the other tools worth a total of seven grand. Yeah, yeah, dog. Maybe he had to kidnap him. He said he checked the surveillance cameras and said he spotted a man he knew was as Dorian. So he, he know, know the nigga. nigga. Dorian, you gonna steal my shit, Dorian? <laughs> oh, ah, I'm going by your house right now, nigga. <laughs> Dorian. He was still in the property, according to the sheriff's office. Baxter told investigators he had recently hired Dorian for a day to clean up around the business. He must uh, be a rockhead. Deputies identified yeah. the suspect as Dorian Lewis, 39, and obtained a warrant for his arrest, Rivard uh, said. But Baxter apparently found Lewis before deputies could, <laughs> according to the sheriff's office. Lewis told investigators Baxter spotted him in a Bridge City store on Thursday. Caught him slipping. Caught him slipping. Somebody, somebody texted that man, Chad. was like, I see that nigga, son. Caught him slipping. And forced him into a vehicle at gunpoint. Get your ass in the car. Oh, God. It's going down. But, but, but come on, Chad. Dex, Dorian, don't you fucking play me. Get your ass in the car, nigga. Like car. I didn't take that. Shut the fuck up. Baxter then took Lewis back to the shop where he allegedly beat Lewis and hit both of Lewis' hands with a hammer, according to the sheriff's office. So I bought cancer shot. So what you stole? Look around. Look at this. Whap. You stole my fucking drills, bitch. Where they at? But wait, though. Look what this shit says. Lewis did call the people. Scroll up. Scroll up. That shit says, after the meeting, Baxter flagged down a passing deputy and presented the injured Lewis as a suspect. Here you go. Here you go. Caught it for you. I beat the shit out of him. Then wow. Lewis told the investigators about Baxter's retaliation and Baxter got arrested on Thursday with a 75K bond. Ain't that Ooh. some shit? Because yeah. he took the law in his own hands. So you should just call the police like he's yeah. here right now. Yeah. Come and get him. Yeah. His bond is higher than uh, the nigga who stole from him. Lewis bond is 10k. Baxter's bond is 75. Because you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. It's kidnapping, assault uh, with a deadly weapon. That's a felony. Uh, I don't know if that gun's legal. Uh, no, like Baxter put himself in a situation where the law's like, damn, we got to fuck you, son. Yeah. Yeah. You, you fought the law and the law won. Like yeah, you know, in those kind of moments, though, I, I commend it, dog. I commended your your uh, tenaciousness. Yeah, and, I, and, I feel on that. You know but. what I'm saying? And your audacity mm-hmm. to, to be like, I, fuck that. But real talk, when you saw that man, the most you probably should have done is probably like try to beat that nigga up and keep the police came. You dig? Because like you can't just go into no, a store and like no, put a gun on nigga. No, you gotta choose which way you going. Yeah. Are you going to go the lawful way or the unlawful, or the unlawful way? way? You tried to go both. You right now, real talk, you should have done both. You can't do you can't both. both. You should have beat him up and just took, took a look at that and then like I just like I took out of blood. Either you he whoop went, his he ass call, call or you send him to the cops. You can't whoop his ass and send him to the cops. 
unless but, you whooped his ass when he was doing it. Yeah, you can, that's true. Because you can get away with I was angry. I whooped his ass because no, he was stealing from me. But no, I saw the motherfucker stealing. I came in, I bust his ass. He all go. Uh, but that was just very premeditated. Thing, I found him. I yeah, that was premeditated. Until the boy get in the car. Thing, son. If you beat his ass, which you can do. That's your choice to fucking do. Like, no one can stop you from beating the fuck out of somebody. Right. But if you do that, you're going to go to jail. You got to take your lick. You have to take the fucking lick, though. You got to take your like, lick. Like, most of the time, you're not going to get away with it. Like, they're going to call the cops. Right. And then they're going to find you. You got to shop. You have an on-the-books business. Nigga, know where to find you. Come on. So, so though. Not only did they, like, um... <laughs> not only did he, like, beat him up. He really told that man to get in the car and took that man for a ride back to the shop and held that nigga hostage. Dog, he went for a blow. Good fellas, nigga. Nigga, he went criminal. Right, right. Criminal. Like, goddamn. Then he smashed both his hands with a hammer. Like, goddamn. So that nigga really think he bought him a. Sklaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa
I'm going to have to go to the last side B episode of the last dose of North America and peep out that song because I can't think of the name of it, even though it was like in my head, hard up for like ever. But uh, today we're going to shout out, we're going to go man, woman, man, woman. Shout out a woman we know who just dropped a single not too long ago, Chris Shower Perry 8. And uh, this song is called A Day Like Today. Check it out.
Yep, that was a day like today by Kashara Perrier. Check out that single on, you know, everywhere. Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, wherever you get your music from. And I remember the name of the song from my brother Trey Bush. It was called Accident. It's an accident, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so check out, you know, check out local artists, man. Check out our New Orleans artists down here, man. We got some heat rock. And next week we're gonna come back with somebody else. Yeah, you can email. another one of our brothers. Yeah, I mean, we know a lot of music oh, people. Oh, Shag, yeah. bro. We, let's do Shag. We got Shag. We got him. We could even go Tank and the Bangers. We just want to go major with it. We got, yeah, they got, kind of I mean, we, if Sister Misbelief ain't around, we could just jump into that whole collection and just be spraying. Like, 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 honestly. Get some Baku. Yeah, we do. Uh, I, that's LA. what we're going to do. I, I, I got to get the password to the misbelief shit and we're going to just... Take this music and, and just, it out there. God, a perfect spot for the Dose of North America. Give us give, give, give some of our art to y'all, man. Yeah, I like that. You dig? So, uh, let's go to No, huh? Bitch, I know you lying. Bitch, I know you fucking lying. I know you fucking lying. Bitch, I know you fucking lying. I know you fucking lying. I know you fucking lying. So Nick Cannon has declared himself the winner of the beef <laughs> with Eminem. Of course you got to. You got to declare yourself the winner. You got to want to declare war. Like nobody even who asked for this Nick Cannon beef. No, Nick Cannon asked for everything, dog. So he's got to declare a beef. It's like it's like oh, you, I want war. Oh, you're not warring. Well, I'm gonna war over here. All right, I won. I had to tell a friend of mine, son. He was like, "Oh man, two to zero, Nick coming with." I was like, two to zero. I was like, "That's not two wins. That's two diss songs." <laughs> I mean, All right, two zero. You can't give Come him with two, it. He didn't win anything. It's Nick Cannon. Is that the point? The problem is also you. Oh, you come in with five niggas every time. That makes it more pool. That's what makes it like you said the best way with his second diss. You said that was that was lame and cool. What you say? I was like, that was tight and lame at the same time. <laughs> because. Yeah. In the song itself, you know what I'm saying? Like, in both of the disses, you got a few clever little things that you said. Each one of the niggas got maybe one. Well, the first diss was complete trash to me. Because I'm like, y'all can't be coming at Eminem in 2020. And not just the bars are bad, but are corny. But the topic. You calling him a wannabe black boy? Come on. You saying he drugged out? Come on. Yeah. Like, come, yeah. come on. Like, are, are you studying hip hop tapes from the Come 90s? on, what I'm saying? You coming with the shit here in the 2000s? You got to be saying all this already. Come on, son. Like, Nick said the most, you know, craziest shit because Nick in the first disc was claiming that um, M had some tape of him sucking some dick. And he fired a show for over it. But then I like the way the Charlamagne Gang take on this. He was like, but why is that if, if Eminem was sucking some dick? It's that man business. Like, why is, why is, why is that a diss in 2020? Right. Like, <laughs> then they played the, uh, the, the Kevin Hart uh, little tip. Well, he gay, he gay, so what? He said he was gay, he said he was gay, so what? Charlamagne be on top of it, dog. Oh, my God. It's the truth. It's like, I'm sorry. It's like, I wrote this, there's certain things as a society, like, we, we kind of got to, like, evolve out of, like, I'm speaking yeah, about the, the Lizzo shit. Like, I'm all about the jokes. I'm all about the jokes. I'm all about disrespectful memes and shit. But some of them Lizzo memes that made her being fat the punchline, I'm like, all right, we understand she fat. You ain't got nothing clever. Like, right, that ain't right. even clever. Like, all you know right. what I mean? Like, like rubbing me for being dark skinned. It's like, okay, I'm dark. You got something clever? So it's like one of those things, too. It's like, okay, being gay shouldn't be the punchline. That's right. whack. That's, that's not clever. That's really pretty homophobic. It's pretty fucked up. You need a better punchline than, oh, you sucking dick, ha ha. 
That's that's yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, Very 1998, dude. And all right. let that man suck that dick, man. Oh, <laughs> What's going on? We are past that, bro. You need something better than another diss he had was you raising a kid that ain't yours. Pretty good dad there. Uh, <laughs> he took the kid in. He was a sucker, nigga. <laughs> Try to help the community and give a, be a father to a child that wouldn't have one. And help them not grow up to be a psychopath. Because they had two parents in that household that loved them. Suck ass, nigga. <laughs> you a fuckboy, M. <clears throat> I don't raise none of my kids. The second this... <laughs> Real nigga over here. <laughs> the second this was better than the first. And I, I respect this much for him. He, that, that the renegade flow flip. That was clever. He I took, thought it was pretty smooth. He, he took... Uh, since he went in the position to talk yeah, to his kids. Yeah, and then they took the whole flip and he put his own little disses within there. And that wasn't too bad for you, Nick. But That, that was nice. I was I was very extra surprised from you, Nick, that you came out with that kind of thought process to oh, do yeah. that. Really? Everybody had I better bars. I didn't hear any of them. You want to hear it? No. Yeah. No, you don't. I Let let me I tell you something, son. Really, yeah. After this, one. after this, you're still gonna be like, "This is still Nick Cannon that made Gigolo." Like, like, like this is Gigolo like, versus Eminem. The second disc had better bars, but it still had the feel of it's five of y'all against one, and lyrically we know what M could do to each one of you niggas. Dog. Each, each one of y'all Eminem could slaughter, and then Eminem slaughter house of niggas. Then when, slaughter y'all niggas. And then when we talk about resume, like introducing the like, band. One of my most frustrating things right now when it comes to a lot of this shit is the fact of right now it's cool to shit on Eminem. Like, yeah, right now you see more and more people talking about Eminem overrated, Eminem ain't shit, Eminem trash. And I'm like, dog, there's no way in the world you can say Eminem is trash. That is a stupid statement. It's an untrue statement. Maybe you don't identify with his subject matter. And that's fine. He a white boy from the trailer parts. He's going to have a different perspective. If you don't identify with the perspective and it's not your cup of tea, say, I don't fuck with that. And I can be like, that's subjective. That makes sense. But when you talk about a nigga that only got on because he had to come up through the battle circuit as the only white boy going against all these black niggas that didn't want to let no white nigga in. He no, still no, no. slaughtered niggas. Out of all white boys that ever made it through dog it was something about him because there's a lot of white niggas yeah. that try to come in this rap game and they just to fail start to, technically to the from yeah. flow to wordplay to dexterity what he does with his his breath control to there's too many technical things about rapping yeah that you cannot say he's a trash rapper yeah. you cannot like all of his music you cannot say He's a trash rapper. He is one of the greatest rappers that ever spit. You don't have to say he's the best rapper of all time. Me yeah. as a black man in hip hop culture refuse to say that the best rapper of all time is a white, white man. man. I will never say he's the best rapper of all time. But I will he say he's one either. of the greats. He's one of the legends. And this whole cool culture of trying to trash Eminem sounds stupid when you really look at the resume and the catalog, my nigga. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. I'm going to tell you this, me. dog. Yeah. When I first heard The Way I Am, I think that was one of the first songs I ever heard before that got me into all of this catalog. I was young. And it's in that beat came on set. Because that was Dre. Dre was killing the beats at the time. Yeah. And The Way I Am, dog, I thought to myself, like, if, if a nigga, like, black or white couldn't resonate with this on some level like that, like, 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 but people that felt like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if people that felt like that and listened to his music and, like, was like, well, he white, I ain't feeling like that. Like, son, he thought, The Way I Am... And oh. he got, he got, and that's it's weed, it takes me to, oh. need to be the most meanest MC on this, earth, on this earth. On. I mean, curse it, just curse with the bizarre shit that works the lot. No, Cause I hate that they give him that stigma of, oh, he only talk about killing his mom and you're like, no, Eminem rapped about a lot of different shit if you really get again into the motherfucking catalog. He talked about a lot of, a lot of, of shit, the, dog. Thing, the thing is, dog, 
you can't, you can, you can't, you can say you don't relate because this man did he rapped about his lifestyle, yeah. right? he fucking what he going on. Say you don't but, relate, but you can't say he can't spit. That's preposterous. And this one, I'ma give to this whole beef with him and Nick, son. If Nick want to whoop his ass, I would be in support of that. I'd be like, whoop his ass, Nick, because he did talk about your baby mama when, when y'all was still married. He be talking about your baby mama. If this was about whether Nick should whoop his ass. Then hey, yes, whoop his ass, Nick. I don't think because win. one chick was talking about how, uh, why black men support and Eminem and they're not getting behind the black man. I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, we man, talking about rapping. We saying Nick's on, rap, on rap shit. On his Nick Cannon rap shit. On his rap <laughs> shit. All right. We're not saying We're talking about that he shouldn't defend his black queen. We didn't say he shouldn't <laughs> defend his woman. We're saying he can't match rap. And and and, 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 let's, and let's let's keep it real. This whole thing is to get him on walling out. Right, you still trying to get him to make money for you. You still trying. That's another thing too, Nick. You ain't just dissing him. You trying to diss him to get publicity for your show. You trying to say what? Why you ain't coming? Because the thing is, the whole thing was why has M come on Wild and Out, and that was his way to get him to come on Wild and Out. Well, I mean, well, really, we started this new wave of it was um, Nick Cannon was just on Ti podcast and Ti asked him about what happened with the Nick Cannon. I mean, with Eminem shit. And uh, Nick basically, like, he he was saying that basically he was going to whoop Eminem ass, but other people basically got to knock to whoop that ass. That's what made Eminem say something about him on the Fat Joe track um, recently with Mary J. Blige. And, like, you know, basically saying Eminem, I mean, he was saying Nick Cannon was whipped, that got his nuts clipped and shit. And, he like, you know, he, he dropped some balls at him because then he just talked about me on his podcast. You know, if you talk about Eminem, he going to say something about you. It's just kind of like what he do. So yeah. Yeah. that's when made Nick, because the thing is, Nick from Jump was saying, even when he wanted to fight Eminem for years, come on, Wild and Out. He's been his brigade to try to get Eminem a Wild and Out. So when Eminem said something about him again after the podcast shit, that's what clicked it back to, I'm trying to diss you because you diss me and yeah. come on, Wild and Out. Would you ain't gonna lie. Oh, look at the like, like to dislike ratio. I got, but I'm not going to lie, though. The, um, the business of that would be amazing. For Eminem to come on Wild and Out and they do this shit while Eminem slaughters all five of these rappers and shit like that. But that only helps Nick. It does help Eminem. I wouldn't know. No, hell no. I would not. That gets you It doesn't help Eminem at all. That helps your numbers. You know, that don't do nothing for me. It don't do nothing for an Eminem. I'm already... To Eminem in Eminem's era, for him to even come on Wild and Out for him would be corny. That would be corny. That would be a step down. Come on. And his era don't go on a Wild and Out and do that kind of shit. Truthfully, he only had a couple of bars for Nick. Like Nick acting like it made a song about him. You like, you know what I mean? Nick like he gave more time to, uh, he gave, to uh, he gave your a couple Machine of bars. Gun Kelly than he did to uh, right. But I mean, because Machine Gun Kelly came with a bop. I said this too, especially on the first one. Nick dropped it first, and I was like, no, if you're gonna drop something, at least make it a bop. Like. MGK and Machine Gun Kelly Eminem this was right. <laughs> we already knew, like, because Eminem replied, of course, technically Eminem you rap, you out rap Machine Gun Kelly, but well, his this was better. His this <laughs> was catchy. I was running that bit. All yeah, right. his this made this made you want to ride to. Yes, you obliterated him lyrically, but it was a great diss. Great um, let me fucking see this shit. Now here go to Nick. Now this is the one that's actually um, tolerable versus. I, was about to say, no, I ain't gonna cheer the first one. That's bullshit. Marshall. Still waiting. Now we gotta pray for him. <laughs> it's incredible. Lord forgive us, I know that it's kinda wrong for five brothers this talented to be on one song. But that white boy, he is nice. But he crossed the black man, Lord Jesus Christ. We gonna pray for him and move Haley out the way when we spray cans. We don't shoot kids and women, we shooting a man. Look, that double entendre, kinda heavily. Damn, and what you like five minutes away from 70? Ooh, I'm in 47. Send him to hell if he bore to heaven. Strapping the dynamite, word to Florida Evans. 
I get the grip in the Glock, he better call a reverend. Give Eminem fours and knock him out of Jordan 7. Oh, you got your own sneakers? That's okay. Well, to let you know them wildin' out Jordans is on the way. Nah, I ain't do this verse for the fame and the clout. I did this verse to say, keep my brother name out your I mouth. I mean, at this point, it's bullying, cause I know he ain't gonna clap back. So I don't be dealing with these rap cats. I'm the best and that's that. Put that on everything in my cash app. A bunch of red rags and black lacks. Incredible. They catch me with this, I'm going federal. I've been a star. Your favorite actress wanna get sexual. You been afraid, M. This ain't that renegade, M. When you ain't perked up, you sweeter than lemonade, M. Black squad, you gon' link with them. See, you tried to bully pink in them. Britney Spears and NSYNC in them. And got the beefing with Ja Rule with the cops behind you. And every show since 04, you had to swap behind you. Man, y'all are find an all-time great in a small town lake. I hawk them down with the cake. Don't you got a cash flow? What the fuck you mad for? Subtract you, add a casket, that's the aftermath. Hold Hi, Slim, let's kill it with all the chit-chat. Eminem, but you get the sticks, now that's a Kit Kat. So wait, damage, you mad that you ain't canning. All them pills you stay cramming, still giving you brain damage. Your guilty conscience told you you was the man and all, but now you just a circus act cause you stay up on cannonballs. You always hide in your trailer, we know you big mad. Get your bitch to run in our lap like this is gym class. Cause all my niggas are stand up like Sinbad. Big bag in the cans that get rid of Slim fast. Instead of staying in the booth to get your Rhyming out is season 15. Here's your invite to wildin' out. Ain't no back doing, cause all of my troops thorough. thorough. Ain't got no bitch clock, Nina, my new girl. Uh-huh. I'm sick of all my homies keep dying, my puke Earl. God should've took him and just let us keep juice world. Look, Nick, my brother, you dissed him that gotta suffer. I told him, don't diss you back, let us handle this motherfucker. Look, I scratched the cereal numb up off the baby llama. Him ain't seen the ratchet this dirty since his baby mama. God damn, y'all niggas ain't had to do him like that. Shit, we don't do it, we overdo it. Should play fucked up games, win fucked up prizes. All this cocaine out here, and you wanna put your nose in my business. Told you, I ain't even have to rap on this motherfucker. You know what? I'm not gonna rap. I'ma just do what you did. <laughs> You used to be in a position to talk to kids and they listen. Now you a politician, you voted for Trump, bitch, admit it. They used to call you a menace in the shoe fit you wore, but now you getting facelifts like an Instagram whore. Used to be the king of the rule, ludicrous, lucrative lyrics. Now all you do is just cry like you got Tourette's and hysterics. Maybe it's your mommy issue, maybe your white devilish spirit. Maybe your original music that your fans used to cherish. Now you debated, disputed, hated, and viewed an American as a motherfucking drug addict. Never be a legend. And you really should start. To stare at who's in the mirror Look at all that fucking Botox Bitch, I know you embarrassed Fuck all the tricks and the gimmicks You like the new white supremacist Say the same fucking sentences Nigga, you ain't no lyricist Flam, 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 flam Takes hands and trans hands I bet you never thought the kill shot Would come from the cannon yeah. <laughs> You was saying James and Dan's here I was like, that's funny But at the same time I couldn't help when I watched that whole thing I was like, but you're Nick Cannon like, out of all the son, you're Nick Cannon, son. Like, uh, this shit, this tough talk, all this. And now you're trying to paint Eminem as a racist. None uh, of them should be having no tough talk. Because y'all all get paid at Wild and Out. All them niggas was battle rappers that used to battle rap. And the only one that really was about that life from anybody on that stage was Hitman Holla. And that's to a certain degree. A lot of y'all had some clever bars. Some cute shit that you said. But at the end of the day, it was a lot of fluff. A lot of fluff. But, you know, 
And at the end of the day, when I see five niggas going at this one dude, that is that my makes thing. the one dude look so, look so much powerful better. that it undermines your whole point. Right. That's, that, that's <laughs> the only, that is my only thought about that whole thing, Mark. That's my only this thought about that shit. One warrior versus six Y'all niggas. Y'all need five niggas for M? That says everything <laughs> about this whole thing. M toss like six bars max at Nick Caddy. And that little song with Fat Joe. And it, that it, means it, it you took all that with five <laughs> verses? Two songs, so ten verses. Ten <laughs> verses. <clears throat> ten, ten verses for four to six bars? It Say something. real weak, dog. I love that meme where they got like Tom and Jerry, and that boy Tom was pointing, and he had them other swole cats ready to come get Jerry, and that was like Hitman hollering all the rest of them niggas. And then dog. Jerry scooping them yeah. up, and he got Eminem named by Jerry scooping yeah, them so all It wasn't even Jerry, it was Jerry's cousin. Yeah. His prison cousin that came in the town. Come on, son. Son, dog. That's dog, the that's the thing about this, son. I was like, dog, you don't look... If you didn't look more like a bitch, you thought you looked like a henchman sending yeah. five niggas at him. Maybe if you didn't rap at the end, you look more like a henchman. You'd be like, nigga, I don't have to rap. You should have done it from dumb. Like, I don't need to rap at you, nigga. He said that, didn't rap. Yeah. I did not believe any one of them niggas was fucking hard in any way, though. Can you sink your lips up with your words when you're rapping in the video? Dog, you know I thought that was just song? me. I no. thought that was just me. He ain't all his words. So I, he just was falling on and off the shit, nigga. I don't like when they do that. I don't believe none of y'all. But, um, yeah, son, um, this is one of the first battles where the winner wins without even spitting another bar. <laughs> He's like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm Eminem, son. I don't have to battle Nick Cannon. Dog. It's Nick fucking Cannon. I'll throw a couple of bars at him when I feel like it. I don't have to. That's like if little Romeo would have asked me to battle. Like, Romeo's like, I challenge you. Get a little Romeo, son. son. Dog, there's lanes. And I'm here, son. I am God tier. When I go down in history, I'll go down as the rapper. White this in the third, but they'll know my name in rapping. And you will go down as Nick Cannon. Wild and out businessman. Yeah, he gonna get no more respect. No, like, I ain't gonna say, but I'm talking about this hip hop world. Yeah. Niggas is not gonna go no, out as Nick Cannon the, the, the rapper. Spitter. No, right, you're not no. the spitter. Nick Cannon's a song maker. What song have I ever heard from Nick Cannon outside of Gigolo? What song can you name me from Nick Cannon? <laughs> I can't name didn't, it. Didn't R. Kelly make a remix of Jiggle without him? No, that's what he did to Bow Wow. Bow Wow, okay, because I was about to say that would be hilarious. Wait, I'm a flirt. Yeah, I'm a flirt. Ah. That was a lot, and this but, remix was better than the original. Yeah, well, okay. Because um, he had a bunch of grown men on that stuff. Bow Wow. I, I mean, and. Bye, Nick. You, bye, Nick. Um, his best thing, his best movie he ever did was Drumline. And the thing is, <laughs> yes, Eminem is lame as fuck for still coming at Mariah because she won't claim him. Yeah. Because that's what it really comes down to. This one chick was going up, and he hates black women. How does he hate black women? Because he got a beef with Mariah because she said they didn't have sex. Oh yeah, he Mariah's the blackest did. woman out of all of them to hate. Like, oh, yeah, man. he's like he's like he he hates He said something about a nigger bitch when he was eighteen. Yeah, because he had a black girlfriend when he was eighteen and she dumped his ass and he recorded that nigger that song called her nigger on there. I'm saying the man forty seven. I'm not about to say he hates black women because he said nigger like, when he was eighteen. Look at Joe. Joe say fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Try getting his hip hop with a whole bunch of niggers. Yeah. He ain't ever seen since. They don't really have nothing else recorded. Right, because right, Proof probably punched the fuck out of him. <laughs> nigga, what? Oh, yeah, that was Black Friend. Right. Oh, nigga, yeah, yeah, he said, Where? Where the cut, son? Where the cut? We got to show you why you're not about to say this. No more Eminem. Never get it like this. Bitch ass nigga. What's wrong with you? Boy, I'm telling you, son. But I'm saying, look, he's lame as fuck, but I'm like Eminem, because the thing is, once he was like, he didn't fuck her and he's mad. I'm like, I highly doubt a nigga go this hard if, if he, he didn't. didn't fuck. I, mean, like, not the type I think he hard. really feels played that she won't claim him. He had a tattoo that said Mariah. Come on. Right. I don't think he tripping like that for something he didn't get the yeah, damn Yeah, for something that he didn't 
Fuck. And it'd be too descriptive. I nutted on your leg and you said, ew, and you was disgusted. I pre rejected it early and you didn't want to fuck me anymore. I'm like, whoa, you have real details. You got your shrimp bits. Yeah, you got real detail to one of themselves. You had shrimp bits that night and all That nigga got detailed in each of them songs. I was like, he did that shit. You don't just make up a story like this. Honestly, but Roger had the better diss than Nick. Boy, Roger dropped that Wait, video. Wait, that video in that motherfucker. Uh, yeah. uh, that fucking, uh, so upset, uh, obsessed with me. Obsessed with me. Yeah. That, that was a pop dog. I even like that song. Nah, no, nigga said, like you're a mom name. and pop shop. I'm a corporation. <laughs> Come uh, on, come on, Mariah had a better distant dick. No, she was working that bitch, dog. Right, right. She, Mariah had that shit, son. Mariah, when she dropped that shit, everybody was like, ooh, 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 ooh. You, I, you got body by a singer, nigga. Oh, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh, yeah. oh God! Next up yeah. in know how the yeah, Japanese government that. really think about making a Gundam. They probably already got a Gundam. They just be right. I believe it. What's a Gundam like that robot thing? The big yeah, ass the robots in the animes, yeah, bro. Like Transformers, Mega Swords. No, they trying to take that. They trying to take us that son. They trying to make us into robot slaves. I can see this shit. X Men and Warriors about this shit. They had robots walking around kidnapping niggas. See, we ain't mutants, but we black, so that's mutant enough for niggas. So like, they gonna take us all, dog. I can see it now, dog. Gundam, nigga them. They They coming for us, dog. This is the beginning of real works. They ain't playing around with us. I'm dying. They playing around with us, dog. Yep. Heed. Oh, I'm just letting y'all know it's out there in the world. Heed our warnings, dog. You heard it from Flower Bats Best. <laughs> Shouts out to What the this fuck sh- we gonna have? The Megazord? This judge had threesomes in her chambers and pressured lawyers into group sex. That's exciting. Judge Dawn Gentry. You want me to go in your favor, don't you? You gotta fuck me. And both of y'all, you said group sex. Group sex. Like, I don't know where this uh, go land, this cap will go land. Sorry. Yeah, we're gonna fuck me good. Say so you an evil bitch. She's pressurizing lawyers into having threesomes with her and her ex-pastor lover. Ooh, she just trunk of power. Those lawyers who refused her request were not given preferential treatment in their cases. It seems wow. like your uh, uh, client is innocent, but she will use Snapchat to flirt with lawyers. <laughs> she just lived, lived in that white power lifestyle. Her former Christian pastor husband, Stephen Penrose. He wouldn't uh-huh. like Stephen I wouldn't even Penrose, make his pastor uh-huh. ask even that dick again. Like you wanna I'll throw your ass in jail. You gotta fuck me. Son, this lady is sick, son. How you she get that power freaky. just to get freaky? Like I became a judge just so I can fuck these lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thought I was fucking the fucking the, the, the criminals. Now I'm about to fuck the lawyers. And if they don't fuck me right, then I'm gonna fuck the criminals. I'm gonna fuck the cases. No, it's just so funny to get me smiling. Yeah, <laughs> just just got some dick. Yep, she just got she that just dick. Got that dick. Just got it. Literally, <laughs> not guilty. <laughs> Netflix Christmas special, which implies Jesus was gay, sparks backlash from Christians. You damn right it was. Oh, no, no shit. You didn't sit really? in the back. You didn't sit in the back. Really, really, it sparked backlash. Backlash, you say? Wow. I'm surprised you know that Netflix saw that coming. <laughs> I never saw that coming. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh my God! They got what a petition. It? What's it? What's it called? The first temptation of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see the trailer. <laughs> oh, 
from Brazil-based YouTube comedy <laughs> Brazil, you know it's freaking. Porter Dos Fundos has caused the stir with a reverent take on the holiday. In addition to a weed-smoking Mary, mm-hmm. the 46-minute special sees Jesus accompanied by a flamboyant male friend <laughs> coming home to a surprise birthday party in his honor. Jesus appears to try to conceal his friend who later joins the party and belts out an eyebrow-raising holiday ditty that includes the lyrics, In the heat of the desert, I saw the size of his huge power. <laughs> All right. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Oh, God. So you watch the trailer? I mean, how long is this trailer, man? Is it in English? I don't want to watch it in Spanish. Right. <laughs> It's not good for us to play right now, y'all, because all the y'all, of course, are here in the span, uh, Portuguese, Portuguese being spoken, but it's a hilarious trailer to watch uh, Jesus, Jesus and his, his boyfriend. Yeah. Jesus fixing his hair? Yes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all we know, it could be just his friend. We ain't, we ain't oh, right my God. And last up, before we get to the hero highlight, dog, did y'all hear about that teacher that was fired because the substitute that got in trouble because they uh, told the kids that Santa wasn't real? Uh, listen, that wasn't your fucking place. All right? <laughs> All right, you're not that fucking parent. You're here to do the lesson. What the fuck does Santa got to do about the lesson? Do the fucking lesson I left for you, you substitute. I yeah, left you a whole bunch like, of packets to pass out. That's all you're supposed to do, bitch. You, like, purposely, like, set all those kids into a Right, you had an agenda, you evil fuck. Yeah, even though Santa Claus is not real. It's not. You know the reaction you're going to get if you tell that to a bunch of fucking kids. So, I don't know what what age was this? It was like kindergartners. Yeah, like kindergartners, dude. You're fired. You suck. Right. Let me be a parent, and you be a substitute and hand out the fucking crayons. You suck. I'm sorry, first graders, not first kindergartners. Graders, you first still graders suck. still yeah. suck. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Send the crayons. Hand out the, the fucking markers. After kindergarten. Yeah. That's kindergarten still. That's kindergarten plus. Like, right. Yeah, that's kindergarten plus, dude. Plus ultra. Plus ultra. <laughs> kindergarten plus ultra. Plus ultra. Um, yeah, dude, like, um, even though suck, there bro. are parents out there that don't uh, teach their kids that Santa exists, That's fine. you're absolutely, I agree with Joe on the level of, it's not your place as a substitute teacher yeah. to tell a bunch of first graders that Santa isn't real, because right. I, because there's still a point to be made that some parents enjoy letting their kids be kids, have the right. imagination, right. Um, that there's a certain study that's even been shown of, like, certain kids... Um, that aren't allowed to explore their imagination when it's time to do creative writing, to do creative things. They can't. It's too stuck in reality. They can't get their brain to imagine things when they get a little older. So there's, I'm not saying, I'm not telling you what to tell your kid about Santa, but there's merit within Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. Apparently, for I can kids. see, I see why parents can be mad of 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 letting someone else, a stranger, break the truth to them, than than having the opportunity of a parent to do that. 
And I understand people who be like, man, we black and saying that this fat white man is delivering presents that we working hard for fucks with certain parents. I understand what y'all say when y'all say that. Yeah, but the I kids, said I'm black. not thinking about it like that. Kids it's, are it's, not. It's just a kid story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Elf on the Shelf and all that other shit. Yeah. It's just kids having fun being kids. They're just having fun. They got, you're going to be young once. You're going to be old forever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when the reality that Santa ain't real is when the shit that is real going to hit you hard. I mean, a lot of us got a lot of Santas over our lives, in our lives, that when you found out the truth about certain shit, like a bit, a bit of your childhood went away and made yeah. you a little harder. I'm Let so them be soft as long as they can. Okay, yeah, that was okay. Like you gradually, yeah, naturally get, get harder. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. over fucking time. I'm so glad I knew all the Santas real. Yeah, when you know we got a new one too. Shouts out to Theron. Yeah, because when a uh, when a, uh, a a new supreme rises, you know, when old supreme must fall. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shouts out to Theron, man. He getting it in. Mm-hmm. Us and new chocolate Santa, man. He, jo- my dog looking all chocolatey, nigga. I was like, look at my... Get it in, son. Did y'all ever take pictures with him? No. Uh, the original one? Yeah. The original one? You never took pictures with him, D? No. Damn, wow. Oh, not the original. That's interesting. That's that's a... Uh, people ask you that question a lot. But uh, for people listening out from New Orleans, there's this guy that's... Uh, we call him Seven War Santa, Chocolate Santa... Um, he's, he's, he's been a black uh, he's like um, people through multiple generations of time of taking pictures with him Christmas pictures with him like from like you could see your mama or some shit when she was like a kid 70s, sitting on, like this dude was like ageless or something yes yeah. Like for decades, like he was the Santa. Like I remember, I sat with him when I was I a kid, and I see my my partner's kids sat sitting with him this past few years. It's like this dude did not age or something. He was this bus driver that just did it every year and just took pride in being the black Santa in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this year he was too sick to do it. So uh, the homie, uh, can they, is it Derek Murphy, uh, Derek Martin? Homie Theron, man, he uh, he, he stepped up. The brother he stepped up. up to take the take his place, and he's been you know. Being the new chocolate Santa, so you know, respect, hats off, man. Yeah, that guy was ageless, dog. Dog, he looked the same in all the pictures. Yeah, right? you you go to like places like your your local like clinic or something that you had to go to, and you see on the wall these pictures of this man. Like I used to see, like damn, look at this, that beard is there. Same man, same face, man. So uh, pr- press to him. Hopefully he gets better. Yes. But uh, let's get into that hero highlight and get about you. And we all feeling good inside. People are doing good in the world of purity fuckery. Like the shine a light. All the verses. All the niggas. Doing good. Oh, oh. In the pure world of purity, purity fuckery. Fuckery. Speaking of Black Santa, man, apparently there is a Black Santa app. Very happy the app that locates black Santas throughout the country. And I'm very happy crazy. about that. After not being able to find a Santa, her sons could relate to a mom took matters to her own hands. Jihan Woods, a psychiatrist from Dallas, created a Kickstarter campaign raising 5,030 days to fund her black Santa locator app. I love making people feel after feel better after you left them when you received me, says Santa Luke Durant. Durant has been a fixture at this mall for 35 years. Mondo, wait, was that Mondo? Mondo, Mondo, man. He's one of the few African-American Santas to be found in area malls. It's a job he loves. And this whole article is breaking down, like, you know, the importance of having, you know, Santas, diverse Santas and such. And it's cool to have an app for black people to be able to find a black Santa. So at least for the people that say this white man, hey, look, they got black Santa too. Right. Or they got, like, there's no app for to find these niggas. Vietnamese now, you might, now you ain't going to find them in uh, Idaho. Uh, you should be me, Santa. Santa is a concept. Yeah. If y'all can turn Jesus white and really believe that shit, man, we can make Santa anything though. 
fuck we want, nigga. Asian yeah. Santa, Hawaiian Santa. White people would be like, nah, we're we, we the greatest in everything, son. Right. Mulan, white woman. Right. All right. Right. That's how they feel, son. Like, come on. So Santa is a concept. Let Santa be whatever you need Santa to be in your right. family. Damn it. I don't give a damn it's Santa. Mrs. Claus will go out for all I care. You know, as long as the kids got some fun. Um, next up, Kobe Bryant. My nigga. Good Samaritan. After uh, Kobe Bryant watched a major car crash unfold right in front of him in Newport Beach, California, but didn't leave the scene. He stuck around to comfort everyone involved. There's a video that was obtained moments after the accident, and you can see Kobe Bryant, you know, helping people out, talking to him and consoling him. And they say, like, you know, a lot of times rich people don't do shit like that for mm -hmm. regular, everyday people. That was cool shit. Yeah, Kobe, cool. let me tell you something about Kobe, dog, that remained the same about Kobe. And this has always been his, his mantra. <coughs> Mamba is not a, a mentality. It's a lifestyle. And that boy right there, he's going to go hard wherever it is. That nigga see someone in distress, he going to go there. He ain't the type of nigga that's going to be like, call the police and stay from afar. He going to go and do what it is. It's just his mentality of attacking the mission. He see a mission of someone need help, that's the mission. He going to go full force on it. That's what I love about him. Anything he going to do, he going to put his heart into it, no matter what it is, if he going to do it. And he is... He a nigga just from the hood like the rest of us? Shouts out to, like, but you know, some people forget where they come from. Some people do. You know what I'm saying? Some people, it's, a lot of people get detached from, because I often say this, we often have this conversation, we talk about people that's on and us grinding up, and I'll be like, man, some people be forgetting. Get some niggas. They be for, no, I don't, wanna, I don't ever be this person. They forget when it was like when it was broke. Mm -hmm. Like, dog, like some, a lot of y'all wasn't born rich. Right. Y'all was broke. Bro, so, nigga. So when y'all get stuck up or uppity and bougie and, and goofy mm -hmm. to the fact, if I understand, you know, get a little bit of the lifestyle evolved, but I don't understand looking down on people or like just forgetting what, or being like stupid or with your money or stupid with your choices because of the money. When, dude, you can lose all this and go back to eating the freaking pork and beans and weenies and shit, uh -huh. nigga. You feel me? So when I see someone of prominence do something that's just good hearted or some natural shit, yeah. I'm going to tip my hat, dog, because there ain't a lot of you. Yeah, bro. They ain't a, I can see a lot. They ain't enough of you. Yeah. Kobe, I fuck with you. Son. Shout out to Tyler Perry, who, uh, who's, I'm um, saying, so gonna open up a bunch of shelters for like uh, nice. women and homeless people. Yeah, I know. Space on your fucking land. Yo. You know nice. what I'm saying? Go ahead and do your thing, Tyler Perry, dog. Create your Wakanda and Atlanta over there. Hell yeah. yeah Shouts out Gabrielle Union for uh, taking a stand against America's Got Talent. They fuck fought. America's Got Talent. No, they gonna fire her for having black hairstyles and speaking about diversity and stuff. And it's like, yo, how oh, you yeah. gonna fire her for that, nigga? Like, that's. Crazy. Crazy. Gabrielle Union is why the show got more ratings back up again because it was going down the tubes. Right. Let so, this lady have her black hairstyle, dog. I'm glad she ain't going down just quietly because okay. that's effed up. Like the fact that they have right. to have to be laws passed for us to have our natural hair at jobs is just so ridiculous. Can I have a little side note? What about how y'all feel about Terry Crews when he got on him? There's a bunch of women who got on Terry Crews about not supporting Gary Union through this, like the way uh, she supported him through when he when they were coming to him about the, his, his accusations of the person. I mean, we didn't hear highlights. So I won't get to no negativity. I'll just say it like this: It would is wrong if he is wrong if he really didn't ride for her like he wrote for him, like she wrote for him. And on paper, that's what it sounds like. But I don't have enough facts for me to have a true. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough about that, so I don't want to just make a, a a judgment just based off. I don't know. I don't know if enough. But if that's the case, my first mind is you should do for people how they held you down. That's just my natural. Yeah, that's, you know that's I mean? the G code. That's G code. You yeah. feel me? And, uh, and shouts out to uh, Black Thought, man. He's he's going to be in Carnegie Hall for um, to do as a representative of hip hop, a hip hop class. 
first ever hip hop class at Carnegie Hall he's holding. And you know what Black Thought is a legend. So of course if he gonna hold a class about rap and about hip hop, man, he know what the fuck he talking about. Of course, yeah. man. Carnegie Hall, dog. At one point, that's what that's what blew me about. At one, like they was mad because uh, Offset said hip hop is black culture, and I'm like, wait, no, no, no. Hip hop is black culture. You're out your mind. I understand as as pop, and we've gotten so big that there's uh there's genres within hip hop, mm -hmm. but. If you don't you don't know your hip hop and how they really trashed our music, how they trashed us, how they said it was jungle music, how they were so racist against this art form that black poor black people created to the fact that we had to force our way in the game just like for jazz. this to be reputable. Just like so blues. you're not just like jazz blues got so much. But when you look at hip hop as our generation, I mean it started in like really the late eighties. That's 80s, our heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like me and D born in like eighties and shit. So it's like we don't know it to a world without seeing hip hop building. Right. So when, when white culture tried to Take that I'm like no son You're not going to take that Even if even if we've gone pop Even if they've got A lot of white people Who love it and all that It's still black culture Your guests That's one thing I will give Nick Canada Some real shit he said White people are guests Within black culture When they're taking part In hip hop mm -hmm. It's yeah. still black culture mm -hmm. You feel me With your white devilish spirit you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, right. just, I'm just saying, dog. Like, I like it, it's just because you see so many things be taken from us, and it's like, yo, y'all ain't about to shit on us, spitting off they say, and then take our shit, and then take our shit and, and say it's say yours. Is yours? No. Yes, it's Black American culture. It's not just American culture. It's Black American culture. That's what hip hop is. That's what hip hop is. And that shouts out the, it getting so far to the point that you got Black Thought, a Black rapper, a legend in the game, teaching a class in Carnegie Hall, a time where they was trying to ban our shit, nigga, trying to say our shit was Carnegie bullshit, was wasn't real music. Now my nigga is teaching it in with the. The esteemed of the do 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 do. So huh. shouts out to hip hop. You gotta know it's shouts real. Shouts out to fucking hip hop, man. You gotta know yeah. it's real when that boy Bun B was teaching the class. Come on. <laughs> it's like they didn't really boy y'all won't know this shit. I mean, I'm the boy just Carnegie Hall is some next level shit. No, yeah. no, Carnegee Hall is the dog. That's that that lets you know something like dog, like yo, like hip hop is 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 here. I mean so and it need, it's, it's getting studied by Carnegie Hall, that's all it needs to say. So that was episode 91, Side B. Side B. Live with Bass Podcast. We back in this bitch, man. We back here. We're going to be more regular as we grow, as we ride on up to episode 100. You dig? Hit us up at flywithbats at gmail.com. As we always say, we want you to be part of the conversation. Come and talk to me. You heard me? Really wanna be you. And I want to hear y'all thoughts. Like I said, at the top of the podcast on the whole deal about celibacy within a relationship. How you maneuver that? What would? How would you maneuver it? What you think is the best way to go about that? If your partner was to tell you, "I want to be celibate without a time limit involved," just saying, "This is what this is the journey I'm going on." What is your reaction, and what do you do? Where do you go from there? If someone's, li if anybody listening, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Hit us up. Yeah. Uh, hit us up at reviewing that with a D. Reviewing that at gmail.com. You refer it. We review it. Me and Marty hopping back in the freaking chairs tomorrow. We should be talking. Man, there's so much to talk about, what man. What y'all going to review? Man, we we got we gonna probably be talking about Watchmen. Uh, we probably be talking about some Queen of Slim. We gonna probably be talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths that's been happening on CW. Might talk a little Mandalorian. It's just so much that's been happening. Like I said, nigga ain't been here in a minute, so it's a lot to freaking cover. Um, but yeah, hit us up, man. Ride with us, fly with us, and all that. Yeah. Uh, this is that actor guy, Martin Bass Bradford. You can find me on Google, Facebook, IMDb, and Martin Bass Bradford on other social medias at Mr. Bats. Spell that Mr. Out, you're going to find another cat in. We getting out of here.
And it's your boy DMAC. Follow me on Instagram at FrenchBread.kid and my brand at YourDigBrand and shop at YourDigBrand.com. Peace! Passe wide, it's your boy Alpha Joe, fresh out of the gumbo, still deep in the root. And if you're out I'm in the streets and you're looking for me, me, you can find me on IG Alpha Joe, no E504. Side B, we out this bitch. And I'm gonna say this in the words of, um, I wanna say Yo Gotti. If your partner ain't sucking or fucking, then what you doing, ho? That's pretty crude. Crude, hey. rude. You ain't sucking, you ain't fucking what you doing, ho. They're spending time together, Joe. They're having deep, in-depth conversations, Joe. They're building families, Joe. And after all that, you ain't sucking, now you're fucking, then what you doing, ho. (laughs) We didn't build this empire to fucking it, all right? That's what we did, all right? (laughs) Build up all this intelligent conversation and perspectives. And right at the end, you ain't sucking and you ain't fucking what you doing, ho. <laughs> Damn, nigga. And the jigger starts blocks come tumbling down. <laughs> like the walls of Man, catch y'all in the next round, man. Yeah. Chilling on the couch, hand on my pouch. Just waking up, watching homeboy house. Thinking about the day I had to press rewind. Play when I say being a doctor was my goal. Ambition, think I wanted to be. Until I learned the work that it took and I would be an infinite debt. Then I imagine myself 80 years old, dead with debt over my head. Too much doubt, gotta go another route. Once I got out of music, I ain't never getting out. I envision my life and how I'ma live it out. Kids in the Wife, I hope I figure it out. So until then, routine, gotta wrap it up. Cause life moves on, even if we get stuck. So I turn back on the tube. Now I'm on a cool. Watch it set it off, wishing I would make moves. The people was a fool, but the blues, it will hit ya. So you stay inside, so them bullets might miss ya. You can get your issue. Any single day, make beats at my home, so I never fade away. Learning those and keys, I gotta sit alone. I used to pray to God, but we don't get alone. Preachers and believers trying to turn. Turn me around, but I should still be proud even if I'm not down with G-O-D. My real F-A-T-H-E-R, not in my vision of tomorrow. He's still living, never forgiving. I order try and get along, but twice he ran alone. So now I stand alone, but I ain't lonely. We cheese and turkey, used to be baloney. Smoke kid growing up, but that that in an instant. Winning every day, see my past in the distance. I don't regret a thing, cause I love my existence. Kinda militant, but that's just it. From living this life, still got an open mind. People surprised I never been shot. I did time. Step out on the porch, nothing never changed. Stuttering Jerome, old girl, what's her name? There go old Missy, look at Miss Barbara, and the lady who made the frozen cups daughter. Yeah, I got smarter, learned from the dumb, been in my own lane, just never had my own drum. Used to rap about clapping, they never had a gun. I was just imitating, but with a little patience, I'm three years ahead of my time and stimulate. And for me, that Imagine what would have happened if I was saving like every week. Cause living off pennies ain't sweet, it's bitter. You can be my nigga, but they don't mean that you fail.